Welcome back to His and Hers Movie Podcast. This is episode number 30, entitled Shark Week, because it is in fact Shark Week, and this is our first annual Shark Week. It's Shark Week 2020, and in case you didn't know, it's Shark Week, and I am one half of your host, JP, podcasting on this August 15th towards the end of shark week we got one more day of shark week ahead of us uh joining me tonight podcasting out of southwest pa as well as am i carly on this fine shark week what's up what week is this um it is the week after the week of the seventh so shark week yes shark week shark week runs from August 9th to August 16th. Right, right. So yeah, it is it is Shark Week. Um I ever since I started podcasting, I've always wanted to do a Shark Week in the summer. And we discussed it a few times on 22 shots. I think we actually had um some episodes planned and one time we were going to do the jaws franchise on shark week but we decided to do it in like july since the fourth of july anyway Mm. on 22 shots (laughs) and then we also had another shark week planned maybe like the next year or something and it didn't happen uh, because we normally don't do a lot of episodes in the summer anyway so finally i had a place and a home for shark week and i don't even love the shark week phenomena that that did exist but at the same time i kind of i kind of uh always wanted to be part of that fun event that happens all week and i saw other people watching shark movies too mostly don and ellie uh, <laughs> but it's cool to see other people watching shark movies and it was actually fun to like look at my shark collection and realize like okay i have like the the main shark films but I'm actually don't have many of the other shark films like the bad ones and honestly I don't have any of the good ones from the 70s and 80s or you know decent ones from the 70s and 80s that aren't Jaws or the Jaws films. Yes uh, shark movies are ones that I've always kind of just avoided because for the most part nowadays at least it seems like people just make them bad on purpose so I've always thought you know, Jaws is the quintessential shark film, and that is that. So, looking through my collection, I really didn't have barely anything either, like at all, uh, besides like the Jaws films and Open Water, Deep Blue Sea, which I just bought Deep Blue Sea, and then that Mega Shark collection I have, which I also just bought like a year ago. So, yeah, shark movies are not ones, I wouldn't say they're like not my favorite, but they're just not ones that I would seek out a lot. So, it was interesting doing this. And having a reason to just marathon these types of movies for a solid week. Yeah, you know what? And also, that sort of shark collection that you have, the mega collection, there was actually a Blu-ray release of that. And it was only released in like a few Walmarts. And it's like super rare, which I would have loved to have that version. But the DVD version, I remember I saw it and I bought one and I saw another copy. And I was like, dude, you should buy this. Uh, Shark Attack uh, 1, 2, and 3 are like extremely out of print 
and the uh, I think like third one doesn't even have a DVD or something like that or the second one doesn't even have a DVD you should buy this and you didn't want to and the jokes on you because now you're happy you had it for Shark Week the joke would be on me if I did not buy it but I did buy it so there's really no joke I don't know why you're laughing because you ha 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 because you uh, fought me and said that you would never watch it and then you did uh, yeah, but I, I don't know, dude. I just feel like... Dude, I don't could re- you I imagine just... if what? you took a picture of your Shark Move collection for Shark Week and you even had less Shark Moves and I came in with this nice picture with my Jaws shirt and my Jaws cup and all my Jaws moves my Jaws on 4Ks. I had more Jaws that I could have showed. I had all the Jaws films on DVD and... I have Jaws 1 on VHS. I could have put that in the picture, but I didn't want to embarrass you too bad. Dude, like, you don't even ca- Like, I-, I made that nice little post in our group <laughs> to, like, get everyone hype. And then you come in, like, with this over-the-top post that wasn't even necessary. Because why are you posting shirts and, like, cups and merchandise? Buddy, like, what, I, are you going to watch that? If my socks wasn't week? dirty, I would have posted my, my shark socks, too. Or, okay, are you going to watch the socks? Are you going to rate the socks? No, but I'm going to wear the socks and the shirt and drink out of my cup while watching Shark Week. I doubt you did that. I did it once. <laughs> All right, well. I was going to wear this saying. shirt every day of Shark Week. And the socks. My thing, my thing, you. <laughs> I'm gross. Gonna, like, yeah. You have like two other shark shirts you could have worn. No, I just kept on the same one. Um, but I just feel that you're fake. But also, yeah, I have that Mega Shark collection, but it's one DVD, so it's not like a plethora. Two. All right, I mean just like one DVD case. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not that exciting. But like, honestly, that collection's pretty good. It's pretty good collection. I like it. Um, I didn't watch. I've only I only watched I think two two movies in it. Or maybe even one. I don't know. But it has um, Shark Man in it. Which was another funny one. That one stars Jeffrey Combs. I'll talk about that later. Uh, but yeah, man. Shark Week was... How how was your experience prepping for Shark Week? It was not too bad. I kind of... I don't know. I was starting out with purposely bad ones. Because I was just kind of in that mood. Where I was like scrolling through TV. That's another thing. I don't feel I have to buy all these shark movies because <laughs> there are so many just piled up on streaming sites that you really do not even need to seek them out. It's so easy to get a shark movie at, at your fingertips. But honestly, anyway, so, you're not wrong. Like I was yeah. actually shocked at the amount of shark films that were on Tubi alone. And yeah. there were others on Prime. And then, you know, if you couldn't find what you were looking for there or you wanted something different just type in shark movies on youtube and there are a plethora of uploaded uh illegally shark movies on there so yeah you're right i mean there pretty much any shark movie that you wanted to watch was somewhere streaming uh either you know through a actual streaming service or just some dude uploaded on youtube uh and that was actually pretty easy for prep because you just had a lot of options and there was actually a few on Tubi that I kind of wanted to watch and just didn't you know get to because I was trying to like do a fair mix of everything I'll explain my process later but I was 
very happy with the amount of shark moves that are pretty much viable online. But that being said, you are a collector, buddy. Like you don't like that. That's bad if you're saying like, oh, well, there's all these moves are online. Why do I, I shouldn't buy any moves? My thing is, well, it's like that whole mega pack. I think every movie almost was on to be alone just in that mega yeah, pack. I think, but I, think so. I even watch some because sometimes I I'm not going to lie. I am lazy and I will go to streaming. Oh, don't tell Dave or moods or anybody that. Ah. Uh, then I shall not talk, <laughs> but I am lazy and I will literally go to 22 shots. I tried to like explain that. Like I, it was like, I own the Blu-ray of the crazies, but since oh, I had yeah. already watched it, I just, it was on Amazon prime. I just played it on there and they're yeah. like, what? Like you're what you, you, Oh geez. You're lazy. Too lazy to go to the TV. And I was like, dude, I don't know where that DV, like I, my collection's all out of sorts. I watched it. So every time I watch something, I put it in like a completely different section of the, of the, not even in this room. Like I'm not going to go hunt this thing when it's all already, my Xbox is on and prime is right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you but I got made fun of. Well, if you're just laying on your couch like and you're already laying there and you're like, I have to watch a movie oh. and you just don't feel like actually getting up and going to the DVD I'm section. I'm telling David you... Mids. What? I'm telling David Mids. Well, Dave listens to the show. So Dave? He... Dave, you listening? No, I'm Carly trying to get... Is all... I... Carly's lazy. She's too lazy to go put her DVD in. No, dude, can I like get my explanation out like... Because then I, I, I'm trying to explain myself on this matter. It's just you're lazy, yes, and you're tired. And, y you know, there were a few days during this where I was sick. So I'm like, I'm just going to go on Tubi. Cause you, yeah. Oh, you mean like that's like not like <laughs> coughing sick. Ew, don't, don't ever make that noise again. Um, Yeah, I was like vomity sick. So I was sitting on my couch and like afraid to move. And so I'm like, I'm just going to put on the Tubi. And then there's all the movies. And then there's some that I have. And I'm going to watch them on there. But to me, it doesn't defeat the purpose of collecting. Because for me, I just like collecting to have a cool looking collection to show off for one thing. And two, you still spent the money on the physical media. So it's not like I'm giving up. I hate people who just watch streaming things and think there's no need for DVDs and anything like that anymore because they're going to make it go extinct. No, I will buy the movie, but when I'm lazy sometimes, I shall watch it on streaming if it is on streaming. Right. But then sometimes it's not on streaming, and that's why it's necessary to have movies, and sometimes they take off a movie off of streaming. Now, so. see, here's another reason why I like... Okay, I'm kind of an HD fiend now. Like... Mm -hmm. I don't know, DVD just doesn't cut it sometimes for me. So I do like being able to stream in HD, which I don't think Tubi is full uh, 720. I think it's, or I, full 1080, I think it's 720, but I could be mm. wrong. Um, Tubi, can we just talk about again how clutch Tubi is? Like, I, I remember in an early episode, I shouted out how dope Tubi was for all the types of like because there's shark moves on there that aren't on physical media or are heavily out of print that are on on tubi and i just love the fact that you know tubi is free but it's like it rivals any streaming service for me honestly the thing that i enjoy most about tubi as opposed to all the other ones is how easy it is to like 
find a subcategory of movies. Like yeah, for 1991, you, you just shark. type in the year. Yeah. Yeah. If you type in shark on Netflix, nothing really comes up unless it's yeah, actually or, titled shark. Yeah. But you type in shark on it. Tubi and stuff that doesn't even have shark in the title pops up. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Tubi's search optimization is clutch, and yeah, no other streaming service besides Amazon uh, can you type in like 1991 movies, oh, yeah. and they pop up. And and on Amazon, it's like everything, and like some of them aren't even 91. It's not bad, but for example, on Shutter, you can't do that. You can't type in you know the year of the movie, which, like. I don't I I've been Netflix streaming since it literally debuted and came out I'm pretty sure and there used to be an option to search by year and and honestly there used to be an option to search by a lot and Netflix mm -hmm. honestly like de-optimized for like I think they do this thing where they try they make their library look bigger than it is mm -hmm. um there's not really that big of a library in terms of like horror movies and stuff like that on Netflix. It just, they make it look like it is. And they'll do this thing where they'll change the cover every once in a while. Yeah. So I think that it like tricks you into thinking that there's new movies, but really they just changed the cover to a different cover. Um, but yeah, Tubi, Tubi is awesome, man. I've watched a lot of these on Tubi. Yeah, I uh, just scrolling through all the movies on there, it's fun. And um, back to like my actual Shark Week experience, it was, you know, there's a lot of bad ones on Tubi, but I was kind of the same way. There were some that I almost wanted to check out, but I just didn't get to because one, I was trying to not just watch complete stupid trash ones. I wanted to watch some good ones to decent ones as well so that I'm not just talking about ones out of tens the entire show and that's it so uh but when I started out uh the the few days when I was sick I didn't feel like watching anything too serious and I picked movies that were like an hour and 10 minutes long and I was watching those so but I was having fun with them I mean they were bad but I, I was still having fun and then of course I watched the Jaws franchise, which I've actually never watched in its entirety before. Um, thought I'd seen part three before, and I think I've honestly only seen bits and pieces. I don't think I've ever actually watched part three all the way through now that I rewatched it, because nothing was familiar to me besides the fact that Dennis Quaid is the star. So, uh, but part two and part four of Jaws, I'd never seen. So that was interesting because I always was curious on them but I wasn't too curious since people always said oh you know they're not they're nothing too special that's pretty much the general thing I've always heard so that was interesting to watch those and then you know um some watch some other like franchise movies there's a lot of shark franchises like you could make a podcast yeah so like shark weeks out of just franchises if you wanted like with your show for example you guys could like yeah do that like the sharknados the shark attacks the deep mm -hmm. blue seas all that yeah which is is crazy because um there wasn't back then yeah yeah like true. what year did sharknado come out i think like either 2009 11 somewhere around there no it's not nine for sure 2011 then probably buddy i think it's later than that honestly are you sure i feel like the i'm pretty sure I feel like there's too many sequels for it to possibly be later. They did than one that. every year, though. <laughs> Shark and Nado. I am googling it. And 2013. So. Oh, geez. So, when we did the Jaws franchise, it was 2014. All right. Yeah. There was only one Deep Blue Sea. 
there was only one uh, uh, open water. No, there was two open waters, but the second one didn't have anything to do with sharks, I think. Um, mm. There was uh, no 47 meters down one and two. Uh, there was no... Uh, there was there was deep blue sea but no deep blue sea two or three uh and there was one sharknado out maybe two at the time so yeah there was no franchises back then yeah that's very weird because i remember less than 10 years ago yeah i remember actually talking about that like well we could do jaws franchise this year but if we were going to do another shark thing we'd have to just pick random shark movies probably because mm. there isn't any other like franchise of shark film. Um, I guess you could count the mega shark films because I think there's like three or four of those. Mm. But mega shark. yeah, um, like mega shark versus giant octopus, mega shark versus mecha shark, mega shark versus Colossus, mega shark versus Crocosaurus or something or Piranaconda. <laughs> Yeah. See, it, it, for a while there, the Sci-Fi Channel's gimmick was to just come up with like two um, different animals and mash them together, like uh-huh. whale wolf, right, versus uh, I don't know, Sharkenstein or something. But uh, yeah, the Piranaconda, that one's kind of cool sounding. But I'll get into that later because I think there are um, two distinct eras of bad shark movies or two maybe three distinct eras but there are definitely different eras and different vibes with bad shark movies which i will talk about uh my prep was pretty simple i went into this and i was like okay shark week is seven days long we'll start two days earlier since we're gonna we originally planned to record yesterday uh you know and we'll start two days earlier with prep so that we can watch you know seven days of shark films before we record um and so i was like i would like you know two a day seems like a fair number or about like 10 you know two one day one the next two like you know every other day you watch two but i'm gonna shoot for two a day and uh i met that mark exactly so i'm pretty happy about that uh you know i some days i didn't watch any actually and then i i like tripled up on a couple days but uh yeah i the only thing there was a couple other things that i wanted to do uh i started the book the meg because i was like oh it'd be cool to read a book for this too but i started a little too late i think i had six days to get it done and i only got like three or four hours into the book um audiobook that is so you know that's I, I didn't get through that but i was intending to to review the mag on here too the, the book uh so maybe next year maybe next year but it, it brief thoughts is it's definitely more interesting than the movie was uh it's more like intent intense sounding um and they do it i don't know it just seems like cooler i don't know that 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 well that movie was originally supposed to be directed by eli roth um and he dropped out at some point and eventually starred jason jason statham and became a pg-13 movie and i actually didn't mind it i like i thought it was fun like popcorn movie for the theater but i could tell that this would have been way cooler if it was like a rated r movie 
you know. Yeah, I did not like the make very much at all. Uh, but the book's a little bit different. It follows this, um, uh, what the hell was he? He was either like a, he was some dude high ranking, like Navy guy or, or army guy or CIA or something. I don't know. And he took a team like into the, the deep, the deep, deep sea, you know, like where, like the, like the deepest parts that nobody's ever been. And, um, basically he like screws up the mission and like everybody dies except for him. Um, but he says that he saw a Megalodon and nobody believes him. So he like kind of goes and on these like little tours and talks about him and stuff like that. And then these researchers like get a hold of him and they want to go down and stuff like that. And then they basically free the Megalodon. So yes, um, that's kind of what happens there. And honestly, the book made it sound so like we've we've like explored like one percent of the ocean right and like people are saying like you know megalodons could still exist and you're like well how wouldn't people have seen them and you're like well literally because like they could be like bottom like like they could stay at the bottom because of like just what they're used to and and you know i i remember watching tv shows about you know crazy animals that they crazy fish and aquatic life that they find deep deep in the ocean and they're finding new species like every day of like crazy stuff like insane stuff that you never thought would exist just look at a video online called like you know deep sea like strange deep sea creatures or something and you'll be like, wow, like there is a lot of nuts stuff that we don't even know about. And they're finding this stuff like, you know, like dozens a year or like, you know, a lot a year. So it definitely made my like imagination start wondering like, whoa, like, you know, cause like megalodons are kind of an interesting, like, I can't really put in a picture, like how big they actually are. You know what I mean? Right. Because like, to me. I can't really comprehend it, but I know they're really big. This sounds like a good moment for a shark effect. Um, yeah, you know what? I, not not shark attack right now, buddy, but I know that you were looking into doing some shark effects. Uh, what? No, I was like, yeah, that's what I said. What are you, you said shark about? attack, buddy. No, I said it's a good time for a shark effect. Okay. Let's, it's like let's, shark attack. I came up like with that, by the effect. way, guys. I just said that. I said it first, and then you pretended that you I said know, it. I came up. You with do it all the time. I'm smart. Um, but there are 465 different types of sharks, and sharks predate the dinosaurs by 200 million years. So sharks have been around forever. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Sharks are so interesting. Like, I never was... Like, my friend, Martin, was mm-hmm. very into sharks when we were growing up. Like, he would talk... Like, he really liked Jaws and stuff like that. And he was really into, like, sharks. I just was like, eh. You know, they're not around me. I don't, like, really... They're not, like... Like, I'm not gonna work, like... I don't know. Like, kangaroos or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah I, just, I don't care not about... Around me. Uh, yeah. So... But now, they're more fascinating to me. Like they don't know a lot about sharks you know what i mean still um like i don't even know like how does a shark mate you know what i mean i don't even know 
Do they know? Well, actually, I mean, I don't want to give away all the shark facts right now, but that brings me to another shark fact. Where? Where is it? Where is it? For one thing, a female can sometimes get pregnant by herself through parthenogenesis. I don't know what that means, but sometimes she can just have a baby without the need for a male. And the female also has thicker skin than the male because when mating, the male bites onto the female and does punctures into her. So. Sounds like me. It doesn't sound. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't sound like the best sexual experience. Right. Interesting shark effect there, buddy. Remember when Thanks. I came up with the term shark effect? No, that's me. No, I didn't. I haven't even have it written on my little Word document here. Shark yeah, effect. but I came up with it last night. I was like, I was like, whenever you give your shark facts or your shark effects, make sure to give them. <laughs> make sure to. Is that what you said? <laughs> it was something along those lines. No, what happened? What I said, I said that, and then you did that thing where you made me feel dumb, acting like you didn't hear me or something, and then you tried to say it no, yourself. No, no, no. Yes. Uh, so yeah, that that's interesting that they can. I didn't know that that they can get pregnant themselves. That's kind of insane. Yeah, I don't even. I don't really understand. I mean, I should. I'm, I didn't feel like going into a huge research paper about all this, but I was like, wow. And it Have says you, like all females are capable of it technically, but it's rare. But it can happen, so they don't need a man. How many? Have you ever seen a shark in real life? Um. I don't know. I mean, I don't think I have. I have. Well, like at a, they have them at the aquarium, don't they? Um. Yeah, I've never been there though. I've I probably have. I mean, I probably have. I just don't really remember. I can't tell you like a major moment where I've seen a shark. I seen one when I was a kid in Florida. Really? Yes. In the ocean? Yeah, they caught one. Oh, was it big? No, it was smaller. Hey. Um. Have you ever eaten shark? No. I have. When? Uh, back in like 2010, maybe, T 2011, 2012, somewhere around there. Where? Why? Um, my cousin's mom's boyfriend brought it back up from Florida. Hmm. Interesting. And, uh, Is it good? They cooked it in butter, and I just taste. I don't. I couldn't. I tasted such a small little like sliver of anything that I probably couldn't even say what it tasted like because I, I don't eat fish like I'm real sketchy about fish so I did I just wanted to kind of try just say I tried shark but I was scared I would try it more now but I was scared it was like in a like it was like chunks of shark flesh yeah. that were like in like a plastic bag so it kind of like weirded yeah. me out a bit yeah <laughs> I would assume they probably taste like stronger fish or something that's what I picture but yeah, I don't, I don't I'm not crazy about fish either it has to be I like fried fish like fried fish, fish sandwiches but just plain old fish is like I don't know it's a weird taste for sure so but anyway sharks Sharks. Oh, sharks. Sharks. What were we talking? What were you talking about? Sharks. Oh, you were asking me questions about. Yeah, we were talking about sharks. Um, you kept asking me questions of things that I have never done, and I have not done them. I have not eaten a shark. Really? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so 
besides eating sharks and seeing sharks, uh, I think the the concept of sharks it's fascinating that it became like this huge subgenre in horror. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like why sharks? Like I mean there are other and Tubi will let you know this because once you watch one killer animal movie, they're like boom and they throw they're like you might enjoy Piranaconda versus Gatoroid. You might enjoy Boa versus Python. You might enjoy uh Ants Attack. You might enjoy like all this <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, I actually do enjoy a lot of these, but <clears throat> Yeah, so it's kind of fascinating how it became like sort of a phenomenon a little bit with uh, the amount of shark movies that happen every year. Uh, It's pretty insane. Like if you go from, you know, the Jaws era, there was uh, quite a few Jaws ripoffs after Jaws. And then, of course, Jaws spawned some sequels. So through the 70s and 80s, you have some shark uh, related movies, not a ton. You had a lot of other animal uh, like if you like there was some shark movies but like there was a lot of Jaws ripoffs in general like Orca the Killer Whale and Piranha is another one um, the alligator films were kind of ripoffs of Jaws like you know the, the giant uh, animal attack movie was and just eco horror in general mm-hmm. happened pretty uh, increasingly after Jaws uh, but then you have like bear and honestly like you can count on like one hand all the killer shark movies from the 90s and i watched i've seen them all i think i think no except for um cruel jaws i think but i've I've seen all pretty much all the ones i could find um either had seen them before or watched them this week uh and then the 2000s early 2000s you know with the shark attacks and then there were a few more in like 2004 ish and then around 2009 10 just an explosion of shark movies um all the way through the sharknado era uh on up to now they're just very Mm. common but yeah so interesting little little uh fact there about the shark histories there's so many covers to shark movies that are just rip-offs of dolls and themselves too i mean i know like it's a basic cover like a shark like underneath the water of a girl but there's just so many they're blatant like the same thing pretty much that i've noticed and it's kind of funny including the doll sequels yes and the the shark nato actually spawned like a subgenre of nato films (laughs) Yeah, like, oddly um, enough. Oh, there was there was there was all kind of weird ones. Stone NATO. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, isn't that just a tornado? Because <laughs> they pick <laughs> up stones. Uh and uh oh man, there was there was some I can't even remember some of them, but yeah. There was there was tornado they were throwing everything in tornadoes for a little while. Uh, and Jaw and of course Sharknado spawned like six sequels, which is insane. Or five yeah. sequels, I think five. I think there's six Sharknado films. Um, I've only I've never seen any of them. I actually the first one they had you know on Netflix, and I tried to watch it a few years ago because I wanted to see. I just was really curious, and I just I wasn't. <laughs> It's like it wasn't even a horrible film. It was just like so blah. And but that's these movies, you know, they're titles, 
and their covers and the hype that they're bait they get the people they suck them in they're like sharknado what a silly title and then everyone watches them and that's how they become such a big thing but i don't know they're really just not that good and i don't know i i i didn't finish i don't think i finished the film so yeah i i think that i would probably like them now more than i would have when they came out because i've kind of i've kind of softened on bad movies in general a little bit i used to like really resent them and push back on them but i think i'm a little bit different now so all right uh with that little i mean i guess that was our week with shark movies (laughs) Uh, pretty much it's a blur of just water and shark uh what uh what else did oh oh movie theaters are opening back up which is pretty exciting um so i just wanted to throw that in there so um yeah that's happening uh let's see what else here uh what did we have planned next oh since we're talking about sharks i thought it would be fun to talk a little about horror franchises and them jumping the shark which (laughs) i first heard of this concept on an episode of the skeleton crew i think there was two i think there was two episodes Mm -hmm. uh it was called when a horror franchise jumps the shark and they basically just discuss where and when they thought the the horror franchise jumped the shark now i will say this i think that I actually heard a version of this on another show called Rabbit and Red that debuted before the Skeleton Crew episode. Um, but I don't think they called it when a horror franchise jumped the shark. I think they called it like, when when did the horror franchise go bad or something like that. But it was kind of a similar concept. Mm-hmm. Um, which Mike Sinkovich was on both of those shows. So Yes. But What is that jump the shark what okay does that even, like, i'm mean? glad you asked because i do have an answer to that i know I, what it means i just mean like what is like who came up with that like it it actually does have an origins which i already knew about but uh to refer to the wikipedia because i knew you were gonna not know um it, i wanted to i, I wow, knew this already dude. though i swear i already knew this so Jump the shark is an idiom used to describe a moment when something that was once widely popular but since has grown less popular makes a misguided attempt at generating publicity that in that instead only serves to highlight its irrelevance. Uh, this is especially applicable to television series or other entertainment outlets. So, what you might say that in season seven of married with children i don't even know if that's true if that's the right season but they introduce a kid uh and that is the moment they jump the shark on that 70s show uh the show was ending um topher grace wanted to leave they brought in some other guy and tried to keep some relevance of a season and try to move the show forward that's when that show jumped the shark do you get what i'm saying Yes, buddy. I knew what the, I know what the No, no, I know. Means. I know. Oh, okay. But I'm going to give you why it's you might be like why is that called Jump the Shark though? Yes, that well, is what I am asking. Because there is a show the phrase derives from an episode of the sitcom Happy Days. Do you remember Happy Days? 
I mean, I know what it is. I never watched it, though. You know the Fonz, right? Yes, yes. Um, Okay, I used to watch Happy Days a lot with my cousin when we were kids. So I I like Happy Days. I haven't seen that show in literally probably like 20 years. Um, So it ran from 1974 to 1984. And in an episode, the character Fonzie jumps over a shark while on water skis. This gimmick strayed absurdly outside the storyline of the sitcom. Wow. So it quite literally stems from when Fonzie jumped over a shark in an episode of Happy Days. That's crazy. And everybody's like, well, this show jumped the shark. So so years <laughs> later, you know, like, oh, this is a jump the shark moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why it became jumping the shark. That is weird. Because usually, like, figures of speech or whatever you want to call it come from, like, real life stuff. I never thought it would be in just an episode of a TV show. Like, I thought it had to do with people actually jumping over sharks or something. I don't know. So that's, that's weird. That's cool, though. Yep. It's kind of stupid, but it's funny. <laughs> yeah, there's also another um, one called Nuke the Fridge, which is basically what happened in Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, in where Indiana Jones survives an atomic bomb detonation by fitting himself inside a refrigerator. I see. I see. Yes. So, And I just think that that ripped off the movie mosquito from 1995 because in mosquito you think this guy dies because there's a bomb that goes off in the house but he lived because he went inside a refrigerator buddy no one watched mosquito oh yes they have i have because of you so yeah that's that's where jump the shark um actually came from it's kind of interesting but anyway so when horror franchises jump the shark, you're not necessarily looking for a moment when the horror franchise does something bad necessarily, but when it does something that is like too outside the box to stay sort of relevant or like, you know, it, to stay grounded. So if you're looking at like franchises, I think there's multiple moments that you can say a film jumps the shark or a film franchise jumps the, the shark. So like, for example, there's like mild jump the sharks and then there's like drastic ones, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're going to take a franchise, right? Right. And you're going to take a franchise and say when it jumped the shark. So if I said Halloween... When do you think that franchise jumped the shark? Me, personally, I would say with Halloween 5. Halloween 5, why? Because it is when they start introducing the whole thorn thing, but not really, but kind of, and it's like just there and you're wondering what the heck is going on, and then it gets like out there more so in part 6. And, but even, I mean, that franchise is hard because then that's all scrapped after that. But like, still, I feel like it takes it out of its normal, just Michael Myers is this crazy killer in town and turns it into like this big cult weird thing where he's like involved in something bigger. And I don't really, I think it's a little out there. Uh, so for me, 
I would say that Halloween jumps the shark with part three. Because be because it's not a Michael Myers movie? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's completely... It It's like... It's like Halloween three is a shark and they jumped and they jumped <laughs> and John Carpenter and, and Tommy Lee Wallace jumped it because what the hell is that? That's not Halloween. But if you're going to make the case, cause I do like Halloween and jumping the shark. I don't, I mean, I think it's generally perceived as bad, but I think like if you look at it objectively from the, an outside source of like someone who isn't maybe into horror films, as strongly and they watch Halloween 1, 2, and 3, they're going to, and and they didn't know what Halloween 3 was, they're going to be completely taken back, which is how general audiences responded in 1982. Uh, so I think that, I think that it kind of makes sense that that would be a jump the shark moment, uh, even though I like the movie. But if you're going to say, okay, let's not count that, then honestly... Halloween 4 is where it kind of jumps the shark for me. Uh, and that's because Dr. Loomis and Michael Myers are both dead in Halloween 2. Michael Myers is for surely dead in Halloween 2. <laughs> I right? mean, yeah. His yeah, face, yeah. like you see his skeleton, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's sort of a jump the shark moment. But for me, if you're really going to... So, so I would truly probably say like part four, but that it's sort of still a mild jump the shark. It's horror movie stuff, right? That mm -hmm. you kind of have that happen in horror movies sometimes, but the pure, pure, pure moment of jump the shark for me in hall in the Halloween series is when, when Buster Rhymes is talking to Michael Myers saying that he's going to play Michael Myers and that Michael Myers can't be Michael Myers and Michael Myers leaves and walks away. Right. That uh, is just pure jump the shark. That, that is whole, that, that entire, is jump the shark. That movie's thought that that movie existing was a whole jump the shark because it just shouldn't be there. So but, that is the prime moment where I'm like this franchise is dead. Yeah. It's hard, man. It's hard when you think about Jump the Shark movies because technically you could say like every one of them has something. You could say part two of Halloween is a Jump the Shark with the sister aspect being brought in because a no, lot of people that's don't fine. like that. That's fine. But people that's don't not like jump that. The shark. But that's it's not jump, shark. It's not Jump the Shark though. Because it turns the whole franchise into a family thing. That's what everyone argues but what's all wrong the time. With I don't care myself. What, what's what? wrong with it being a family thing? Because everyone says it takes the scariness of the serial killer out of yeah, it. Yeah, everyone's which I, pussies. I know. I don't agree with it. I'm just saying like that can be an argument for some people, and then my argument could be a thing, and then yours can too. So which what, yours what happens when true. you take this sister element? Look, John Carpenter sat there, and people say like, "Oh, he had to drink himself into an idea." Okay, so what? Sometimes the best ideas come when you're under the influence. Lots of artists will tell you that. And here's the reason why Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers are brother and sister. Because in Halloween 2, you could go one of two ways. You can go, Michael Myers is going to be still after Laurie Strode. In which 
it would make no freaking sense if he was looking for her and they had no connection. Just like in Halloween 20, where Michael Myers and Laurie Strode seem to have this connection, yet they just really are strangers that ran into each other on one night 40 years before. Yes, so that movie jumped the shark. So, yes, does the sister element add like, and what do you mean it takes the scariness away from it? So if you're like, if your brother kills you, it's it's less scary than if a stranger does. I don't know. That's just if your brother says. comes in and just trying to kill you, that's less scary than if it's a stranger. And guess what? Her brother is a stranger. Dumbasses. I also think it's scarier if a family member does try to kill you. Like if I'm just chilling there and my cousin that I've grown up with and loved my whole life just comes in with a knife, that's gonna suck because I'm not expecting them to kill me where a stranger, I would expect them to kill me. And I get that what they're saying is like, well, anytime you add like story to it or like anything other than he's the boogeyman, uh, you know, it lessens the mystery. So that therefore mystery is more scary. I get that. But to me, I've always been somebody that's like, okay, dude, like boogeyman, seriously, what are you, 12? Are you 12? That's what's scary. The, like, oh, mysterious boogeyman. Like, realism is scary to me usually. So something that I feel like can actually happen. I don't feel like the boogeyman is going to come get me, okay? <laughs> um, but, but a guy with a knife and a mask who might or might not be related to me is kind of scary. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I can see where you're coming from with like the idea that like that is something that's frowned upon, but I do not think it's a jump the shark moment. I actually think that benefited the franchise. Honestly, I like the brother sister angle. It, did you watch Halloween 20 or yeah, Halloween 20 and feel like, okay, like there's a bond here of some sort, (laughs) like between Jamie and Michael, but there, we're not supposed to feel that anymore. Yes. Strange. It's a very strange feeling. It's like you can't erase it now. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's besides the point. I've always liked the family dynamic, and I think that it's a nice little twist in, in Halloween 2. Because why would Michael Myers be looking for Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween 2? Uh, I mean, to finish the job. Maybe. That's a fair point. Maybe. He might. But no. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I don't know. I don't know if he would look that. I mean, if he would look that hard for her. So uh, with that said, let's move into Friday the 13th. Where do you think Friday the 13th jumps the shark? Oh, um, I guess that... And like you said, it doesn't have to be a negative thing, but I feel that maybe part five would be the one that jumps the shark because everyone was super more more so with Jason than even Michael. They were just super down with the Jason films. And then part five brings in this little twist aspect where it's not Jason and everyone was pissed for years and years. Nowadays, people come around to it, but I feel like... And that, you know, even like Halloween 3, that's almost justifiable because John Carpenter, he had that plan that he wanted to make Halloween more of an anthology series. But with Friday 5, it's just like Friday 5. And they're mm-hmm. kind of like pulled their that out their butts and they're like, we're going to try to attempt to make it look like 
you know, we're gonna have this Tommy, Tommy Jarvis, we're gonna try to pull that whole thing where he turns into the bad guy, but is he really? And they do all this stuff and it just didn't work for a lot of people, so. But again, this franchise is kind of hard because I feel like there's a lot of ones you could say, but I feel like that would probably be maybe the first one right. to do it. Yes. I'm gonna go, and again, this is another multi-level of shark jumping here. So the very first shark jump to me is part two because Jason is either dead or he like it doesn't make sense so at the end of part one Jason pulls Agent King into the water that okay so that's a dream then uh -huh. right is that yes. what we're going with yes so then in part so did he see his mom be beheaded <laughs> was he alive like what happened here yes it and doesn't if he make... was alive why wouldn't he why would he be hiding in the woods for like 15 years when, especially guess... if he saw his mom be beheaded because 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 wait so oh yeah i mean it never did it doesn't make much sense no it doesn't especially if he drowned he would have just drowned and he would be dead because like they saw him drown in the water i can understand not being able to recover a body because yeah. that does happen but like but no yeah, not he in a lake though <laughs> yeah oh yeah true like picturing an ocean We're they make have it look to drag like the lake again <laughs> you are correct it doesn't make sense and the mom is so hurt in the first one and you would think that she would have tried harder to find her dead son or missing yeah son. if he was dead if they didn't find a body, there's no way in hell Mrs. Voorhees would have gave up looking in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, really, Jason 2 doesn't really make much sense. And I think a lot of people have just kind of, including myself, just been like, eh, whatever. Yeah. You know, but that's Tom Savini's whole reason for not wanting to do part two is he's like, Jason's dead. Like, what do you mean Jason's the killer? He died in the first one. Yeah. So, I can see that. But if we're not going to go there, I would second you on Friday the 13th Part 5. Because it really does take... Like, when you think of other shows that have jumped the shark, you think of stuff like um, Roseanne, when she, they became millionaires. Yeah. Right? That's sure. a complete jump the shark moment. Uh -huh. uh, you think of when they introduce the not Eric in that 70s show. Uh, mm -hmm. so you think of, um, two and a half men when it becomes Ashton Kutcher. Yes. He was involved in two Jump the Shark shows. Hmm. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I think that, you know, replacing Jason as the killer is super Jump the Shark. Uh, but if the, the, for me, the very moment that I feel like the franchise like truly jumps the shark is when they introduce the telekinesis in part seven. Yeah, I mean, I was almost going to say that Jason lives could be the jump the shark because when, when he comes back to Jason. life. Yeah, because then it's... <laughs> I guess so. I, I feel like maybe every Friday sequel has a jump the shark. That's why, like, I mean, part yeah i guess yeah because you can't even say part one two three and four since you just brought up the point of part two but 
Yeah, I was gonna say Jason Lives originally, but I feel like people liked that, and then part five they didn't like, and then... Uh, yeah. But yeah, the telekinesis thing is definitely... If you're talking it, out it's there, next level it's jump the there. shark like maybe yeah. jason coming back to life through a lightning bolt is uh pretty jump the sharky but let's not forget i mean frankenstein did it right so that's not right completely bull uh and you know the telekinesis is like really out there so that and then you know part eight traveling to new york on a boat <laughs> is pretty jump the shark and then in part nine, the whole like body swapping is pretty jump the shark. Oh, and I think anytime you go to space, you've like not only jumped the shark, but like cleared it by like two football fields. <laughs> Typically, that is when the franchise does it. But Jason waited till part 10 to get to that point. Right. But and if you had, yeah. And then uh, I think they kind of grounded again in Freddy versus Jason a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um. Right. Yeah, I feel like if I had to pick a first one, it would probably be part five for me. Right. Uh, and that, and I planned this going in that, like, I don't think any of these have, like, a singular moment that they jump the shark, but there's just, like, lesser extremes of shark jumping throughout a franchise. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to the uh, final one here that we're going to do for this time, and then maybe next year we'll get to some of the others. Uh, let's say we have Nightmare on Elm Street, which I know you are not as familiar with, but when did Nightmare on Elm Street jump the shark? I feel like... See, yeah, I'm not... I can barely remember part four, but I feel like part five is one, because that's the dream child one, and Mm -hmm. I feel like that one made... The whole movie obviously is fantasy, but I feel like that one is when things like made super less sense and we're just becoming uh, the whole dream dream child concept was kind of goofy. Although I do have fun with that movie. I feel like that might be the one, but to be fair, I haven't seen part three and four in a long time. Well, how about you say part five? How about part two? Part two, I can, I mean, I, it's I do love It's completely different. I, it is very different. Yes, it takes a whole different, takes on a whole different concept with Freddy and everything. So yeah, it's more of a possession film. Yeah. I mean, like Freddy isn't killing Jesse in his dreams or trying to kill him in his dreams at all, which Nancy, that was, you know, Freddy was trying to kill her in her dreams, but good old Jesse is just being trying to be possessed so Freddy could come back to life. Yes. Which is kind of interesting. I think it's interesting, but you know, I think it's a jump the shark ish moment to a lesser extent. And then you got the whole like homosexual undertones, which uh, are a conversation of its own that we've had. Um, mm-hmm. But if we're not going to say there, I would say that part four is probably where it kind of gets because that's like MTV Freddy. I was going to uh, say that, pe- yeah. People say it starts in part three, and it does. It starts a little bit, welcome to prime time, bitch, and stuff like that. But I think he was still really scary then. But in I think part, part three, four, part three inspired what was the come. Right, yeah. Um, so part four is where MTV Freddy really showcases himself. So I'll say that, you know, part four is probably where it. Sorry. Yeah, that makes probably that probably makes sense. 
And I then, like don't remember part four at all. I feel like that one's the farthest in my memory. For me, but. the defining jump the shark moment in the entire <laughs> franchise is the beginning of part six when Freddy Krueger is literally riding a broom in a tornado saying, I'll get you my pretty and your little soul too. Yeah, that movie is just, I mean, I know you like it. Like it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I just think it's complete garbage. I mean, <laughs> I, I give it, I, I give it a favorable rating still, but just like in the franchise, and I don't even like the franchise that much, but like part six, like I can see why it pisses everyone off. Yeah. Because they just made that fool. They weren't trying at all to make that. That was like some seed of Chucky type of stuff, which doesn't make sense because that came after the fact. But anyway. So that is our little interpretations of when a horror franchise jumps the shark. Shout out to the Skeleton Crew. Uh, so let's go with. Do you have a shark effect? I was going to say it is time for another shark effect. Okay. Um, let's see, what do we have here? Sharks do not have any bones, however, they are still able to leave fossils behind due to the salt in their cartilage, the strength of that, that leaves some fossilization, but they do not have actual bones. It's cartilage, huh? Cartilage, yes. Yeah, that's crazy. I knew something about that from the, uh, Meg book. They were talking about that. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, with that said, let's uh, get into uh, some lists here. So we have some shark lists. We have a list that I prepared uh, called the top 30, or sorry, top 25. I did have a top 30, but it was a really, really bad list. So I went with this top 25. Uh, now, see, this list is from 2015, so there's going to be some stuff not on there, uh, but this is a top 25 shark movies of all time. All right. So, coming in, and this is from Den of Geek. So, the, coming in at number 25, we have 2012's Jurassic Shark. Mm. Yes. All right. Yes. How much about that? All right. In number 24, we have 2009 in Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, which I would say is probably one of the first films to start this whole, uh, I guess, trend. Mm-hmm. All right. And then in number 23, we have... Hammerhead, a.k.a. Shark Man from 2005. I apologize. Did you say this is the best list or the worst list? The best list. Okay. <laughs> All right, buddy. All right. I didn't get to see Shark Shark Man. That's one on my pack, isn't it? Yep, I watched it. Yeah, I didn't get to, That's one that I... I think that's the only one I might not have watched in that pack. Number 22, Shark Attack 3 Megalodon. 2002. All right, I watched it. I Number give my 21, Super Shark from 2011. <laughs> okay. Right. Number 20. This one I actually kind of wanted to see. Uh, Ghost Shark from 2013. Is it about? Is it a poltergeist shark? 
Yeah. And they actually made a sequel called Ghost Shark 2 Urban Jaws. <laughs> uh, number 19, one that you watched, Shark in Venice from 2008. God. Wow, 2008. So that's before... Oh yeah, Mega Shark. Uh, so it, let me ask you this: is is that film, is that film played straight forward, or is it like know that it's bad? It's pretty much. It, it was played pretty serious, in my opinion. It, okay. it definitely had bad effects and not that great acting, but it was played. It wasn't trying to be a joke. Right. So I would say that the 2008 2009 is the cutoff point where they became. Like 2008 and before they were trying to be serious and then like 2009 and above, it seems like they started knowing that they were bad. Yeah. Uh, Shark Swarm 2008. I didn't even hear this one. What's it called? Uh, Shark Swarm 2008. I have never heard of that. Yes, me neither. Um, number 17, Raging Sharks 2005. I've never heard of that. Me neither. Uh, number 16, Swamp Shark, 2011. Not familiar with that either. Uh, number 15, the one that everybody says that I should w- ask me why I didn't have it in my collection. And honestly, it actually looks kind of cool. Uh, La Otimo Squally Squalo, a.k.a. The Last Shark, a.k.a. Great White, 1981. Hmm. And yeah, so that is an Italian shark film. Okay, okay. Number 14, Blue Demon, 2004, which is completely false. This belongs nowhere in the top 15. <laughs> uh, then we have number 13, one that I actually wanted to watch. I think Brooke Hogan is in this one. Uh, it is Sand Sharks, 2011. Yeah, I wanted to watch that one too, but I did not get to. Number 12, Sharktopus 2010, which to me is where it goes so wrong. <laughs> Number 11, Jaws for the Revenge, 1987. Okay. Uh, Number 10, this is another one that I wanted to see. I think this one's more played like serious, and it's called 12 Days of Terror from 2005. I don't know about that one either. Um, I think it's based on the real New Jersey shark attacks of 1916. Oh, okay. Which I think is mentioned in Jaws. It's They say that's what Jaws is based off of, too, I think. Okay. Um, number nine is Bait 2012, which is actually pretty fun. It's pretty good. I, think, I wanted to watch that one. Austin always talks about that one, but I did not get to. Yeah, I think a tsunami happens in Australia or something, and... Uh, these people are in a flooded grocery store on like top of the shelves and the the grocery store waters is filled with like a shark. Is that the one that people are comparing to crawl? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, number eight, Jaws 3D from 1983. You know your list is not that good when Jaws 3D is in your top ten. Yeah, this is atrocious. Number seven, Shark Knight 3D 2011. All right, cool. That was the last one I got to watch. Number six, Sharknado 2013. <sighs> what? The, what? Yes. This is stupid. <laughs> uh, number five, Open Water 2003. 
Okay, that's a plausible one for once. Yes. Number four, Jaws 2 at 1978. All right. Number three, The Reef in 2010. Yes. Good move. Number two, Deep Blue Sea 1999. Interesting. And number one, of course. Jaws. I should just start with number one. Yeah. Jaws. That was horrible. There was, I mean, I agree that like Deep Blue Sea is top five. Um, the Reef is top five. Uh, open Water is probably top five. And then I don't like a lot of that other stuff was like not good. But um, yeah. stuff that wasn't on there, on uh, 30 or 47 meters down and um, the shallows. Yes. Because it was made before those came out. I was going to ask if it was an old list or not. Yeah, 2015. Okay, okay. All right, 12. All right, so you have a list. I do. I have... I found an article with uh, top five most famous shark attacks in human history. Which, let me tell you, I was trying to look up, like, lists of shark attacks and stuff like that. And a lot of websites are like... You have to sign up to continue reading, and I am getting sick of that. Let me do my research and let me steal your content, please. Thanks. Um, so I shall read these. Uh, first up is a guy named Rodney Fox, and this was in 1963. Have you heard of him? No. All right. A great white shark attacked Rodney Fox while he was participating in an Australian spearfishing tournament. On December 8th, 1963, so I was going to say the winter, but that would be like the summer for them, I guess. He was just about to spear his next fish when the shark attacked and took his whole torso in its huge mouth. He gouged at the shark's eyes to get it to let go of the grip, but it still came back after him. He tried to shove it away, but his hand ended up in its mouth. Fortunately for Fox, the shark became distracted by a line on its catch, because the line was still attached to Fox, he nearly drowned when the shark headed under again. It, an unbelievable stroke of luck, the line snapped and he was able to get back to the surface. Um, probably the most gruesome shark attack there is that someone lived to tell because this guy did not die. He suffered a lot of blood loss and it took 462 stitches to fix his wounds. Um, there's still a tooth lodged in his uh, wrist. Um, and yeah, it pretty much it, it gripped at him and his internal organs were exposed. And there are some gruesome images online, but this guy did not die. What kind of shark was it? Um, it was just a good old great white shark. That's like the worst kind, I think. Is horrible, horrible. And then after that, what? Did you say something, boy? Nope. All right. After that, a uh, girl named Bethany Hamilton. This was in 2003, and she was only 13 years old. Um, she was trying to surf on a beach in Hawaii, and while she was laying on the board, a tiger shark came up from below her and bit her left arm completely off. Uh, her friends were oh, able yeah, to... Oh, yeah, I know her. I really? know that girl. Yeah. I've... You don't know who that is? 
No, I didn't. Yeah, she's like the main shark attack victim. I mean, I see a picture of her with her arm missing and she's holding the surfboard that has a giant bite taken out of it. Yep, that's, uh, that's, the, that's like the main girl everybody knows. I don't know shark victims, buddy. I don't do my shark. I'm pretty stuff. sure she was like on like Nickelodeon and stuff when. Well, it actually it actually goes on to say that she wishes to not be associated as being just that girl who survived a shark attack anymore, and she turned down an offer to guest star or not guest uh, do a cameo appearance on one of the Sharknado movies because she just. Oh, dude, that's so distasteful. I know, I know, I know. And Come like, on. I, I kind of feel, I feel bad for this girl. Like she wants to have her own life, and then you still have, like she probably won't ever. Like she's missing an arm, so everyone's gonna ask her that. But yeah, she lived. She lost sixty percent of her blood, but uh, she lived. That would be horrifying. But mm-hmm. that happened in two thousand three, and then after that uh, is actually the Jersey Shore shark attacks that happened back in nineteen sixteen. These attacks are supposedly the ones that inspired the movie Jaws, it says. World War I was in full swing. When over the course of four days in July 1916, a different kind of horror came to the New Jersey coastlines. Five people attacked and four of them ended up dying. The first fatal attack was on Charles Van Sant. On July 1st, the 25-year-old went out for a quick swim before dinner, but quickly found his legs in the mouth of a massive shark. That would surely suck. Um, a lifeguard and bystander pulled Vincent back to the beach, but the shark had done massive damage to his legs. He bled to death. Six days later, and 45 miles to the north in Spring Lake, New Jersey, the next attack happened. This time it was a 27-year-old Charles Bruder who had his legs bitten off by a shark while Bruder swam 130 miles offshore. This shark apparently likes the legs of people named Charles. Um, well, that didn't make sense because it's a different shark, but um, you get the idea. Um, the lifeguards came to his rescue, but there was nothing they could do. Jersey Shore attacks reached a sudden and horrific conclusion even further north in Keyport, New Jersey, six days later on July 12th. On this day, 11-year-old Lester Stillwell and several friends were playing and swimming in Matawan Creek miles away from the ocean when a large shark that had wandered upstream pulled Lester underwater. The rest of the boys went for help and returned with several locals, including 24-year-old Watson Stanley Fisher. The men dove in and quickly found Lester's body. While trying to bring it to shore, Fisher suffered a bit, a bite in the thigh right in front of, oh wait, oh yes, a shocked crowd of people on the shore. The bite was severe enough that he later bled to death. Residents in the area were still reeling from what had just happened to them when the shark began making its way back to the ocean. Along the way, it attacked 14-year-old Joseph Dunn from just a half hour later. Although he suffered extreme bites in the attack, Dunn was the only person to survive. So yeah, there's definitely sound inspired by Jaws because it's about a town that was uh, attacked and involves kids and stuff. So very interesting. And then, uh, speaking of dolls, the next thing was the USS Indianapolis incident from 1945. The Jersey Shore attacks would likely be the most horrific shark attacks in human history, if not for the sinking of the heavy cruiser USS Indianapolis on July 30, 1945. The Indianapolis, of course, had famously just delivered pieces of the atomic bomb the U.S. later used in Hiroshima, Japan to end World War II. On its way back to the Philippines, the Japanese torpedoed the Indianapolis, sinking the ship 
sank in only 12 minutes. Yes. There were nearly 1,200 sailors on board at the time, and some 900 of them made it into the water. But the horror of surviving the sinking gave way to a new one as the men quickly began diving due, dying due to exposure to the elements and shark attacks. For four days, the survivors did everything they could to fend off the sharks as they fed on the bodies of the dead. The sharks also ate some sailors alive, although no one knows exactly how many. Only 316 of the 1,195 crewmen survived the horrific ordeal. Today, scientists believe oceanic white tip sharks were responsible for most of the attacks, although they also believed a tiger shark or two may have been present. Um, yes, it says. Then it says, while the incident was always famous, the role of the sharks in the disaster became even more famous in Jaws when Robert Shaw tells a chilling, albeit slightly fictionalized account of the sinking. So that's interesting. For yep, sure. I'm pretty familiar with that story. Uh, I watched a movie that that story is based on, um, mm -hmm. or that that movie. I watched a movie that is based on that story um, for this week, and I also have seen another documentary dramatization um, called like 120 Hours of Terror or something like that. Um, that was as part of the Shark Week. Um, on Discovery Channel like years ago which is actually actually good it's a good account of the details yeah I mean that's a good that's such a good thing to like throw in the jaws like, that's the best part of the whole movie and it's oh, yeah. I used to think it was just a made up story when I was a kid I didn't know about all that but yeah. there's one final anyway, one here we delivered What's that? yeah <laughs> I remember I think I've told this story before but my one of my English teachers like played used to play clips of movies. I forget what he was even trying to like, I think he was trying to teach us monologues or something. So he was playing clips of movies in class and one of them was that scene in Jaws and everyone in the class was like, can't even understand what he's saying. He's just like, So this went in. I think that when I was a kid too, I was like, I don't even know what this dude's saying. Like it took me forever to even actually hear that story, but. There's one more here, and it is on uh, Robert Pamperin in 1959. The June 1959 attack of 33-year-old Robert Pamperin is horrific because it's believed he was swallowed whole by a shark the size of dolls. Pamperin wow. and, and a friend, 30-year-old Gerald Lehrer, were skin-diving for abalone in the Pacific at Lanjola Cove, California, when Lehrer heard his friend screaming on the surface. Biologists later, I hate biologists. Biologists later determined from Lear's description that Pamperin was attacked by a massive great white. In fact, some estimate on the shark size, but put it at between 20 and 23 feet in length. Lehrer told authorities he dove in after his friend when he went under. Through his goggles, he saw Pamperin struggling while stuck in the jaw the shark's jaws up to his waist. The shark's mouth completely engulfed his feet and legs. Believing there wasn't much he could do, Lara fled to shore. Authorities later searched but never found Pamperin's body. A few days later, one of Pamperin's swim fins washed ashore with clear bite marks on it. This, this makes Pamperin's attack one of the rare cases where a shark may have completely consumed a person. I'd be so mad if I was being eaten by a shark and I looked over and my buddy was swimming back to shore. Yeah, I would do that. I know, but um, 
that is that. Let's see if we have any more shark effects real quick. I have uh, a shark effect for you, buddy. What's Sharks that? generally live 20 to 30 years. 20 to 30 years. Well, my shark effect was going to be sharks can indeed live a long time. They can live in between 70 to 400 years. What? <laughs> so I think that your fact is wrong. Seriously? I think. Where'd you get that fact? I feel dumb now. I feel like I'm wrong. Well, this th this one says a Greenland shark has lived at least 272 years. Oh, okay. Thank God. Okay. Right. Well, what the hell then? <laughs> I mean, all, that wasn't that wasn't a lie you just said. But it's just like there could be a much longer range of fact of life. I just Googled how long do sharks live because I was just genuinely curious and that was the first thing that popped up. So yes, a little what? speculation on our shark facts here. Yes. <laughs> I, I took from a variety of lists too on the internet because I didn't want to. A lot of them had the same types of facts, honestly. There were, it was a little weak on the shark facts. I'm not going to lie. But I was going to say there was one other one I thought I was going to say. Oh yeah, sharks are attracted to their natural prey. They do not want to really eat humans. That is not their intention. They are attracted to, you know, lesser species and stuff like that. And anytime they do attack or eat a human, it's because they've mistaken them for a male a seal. or what? A seal. A male. A seal. No, they mistake the human for a male, buddy. Yeah, but sometimes they look like seals in wetsuits. Okay. Well, yes, that is true. Yes. You know so, they yeah. say that in the movie that we watched, right? I do actually. Yes, and I know which exactly which one. All right. So, are you ready to get into these shark moves that we watched? I think so. I think we've covered enough shark stuff, and it is it is time. All right. So, I guess I will start. All right. And these reviews are going to be pretty brief. Um, if I'm being totally honest, some of these movies have ran together in my head pretty well. I watched 14 in, in seven, six days, seven, seven and a half, six and a half days. Uh, the very first one oh. I started with. What? You watched 14? Yeah. Oh. How many did you watch? 13. <laughs> Wait, so are you saying that I won Shark Week? No, I'm saying I lost Shark Week. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't. I, Dude. Be real though, you probably thought we were gonna get to this and you would have watched 15, I watched like six. You gotta admit, I did well. No, you did well, but I'm saying you kept, you were the one, I just told you that I was starting to watch shark moves and you're like mad and saying that you wanna win Shark Week. And I'm like, I didn't even know we were competing, but you know, I'm just gonna watch what I watch. And you were trying to beat me the whole time. Meanwhile, I just was watching shark moves. No, it just seemed like you were in the chats like, bragging or something i don't know i felt like you what you knew i was in those chats and i just felt like you wanted me to see that why why i don't know why you tell me why well i'm saying you could have won shark week if you didn't if you tried hard i do no you didn't i swear dude i i did dude i did like i i was, well, I was going I watched like three a day the one day, and then I was going strong, and then like there were a few days where I was busy. Yeah, because you had to go on a date with Austin. No, dude, I had to help my mother the one day. I mean, yes, I did go hang out with Austin the one day, that is true, but I also watched a shark movie that night, so that did not interfere with anything. Yeah, but you gotta watch two shark moves a night to beat me. Okay, but I am just saying it was a mistake, and next year I shall win. Yeah, and I right. shall get a head start. I am starting now. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. 
Um, okay, so the first title I watched was from 1991, as per my run through 91. Of what? Wait, what? What? You watched a shark move from 91? Yes. What move? <laughs> Why do you sound surprised? What? Wait, what are you, what? Why do okay, you sound just surprised? Go, just go on. <laughs> what, what are you mad about? Did I watch this? No. Dude, why did I not know there was a two kill birds once? There was a kill two birds with two killed three sharks with one stone type of thing here. Because you don't read my Facebook reviews. Dude, I swear there's some shark movie from 91. Yes, but go it ahead. is. It is called Mission of the Shark, the Saga of the USS Indianapolis. Okay, well, okay, go on. So, uh, this movie is a TV movie. It's a drama uh tv movie of the uss indianapolis uh it follows a group of um navy soldiers who are on their way to some place uh delivering a top secret thing that they're not supposed to ask about after they deliver on their way to delivering it a japanese submarine spots them and is attempt and is attempting to take a shot with a torpedo at the ship and it's sort of too far out of sight line so they just let it go um which would have changed history probably because the hiroshima bomb wouldn't have been delivered and who knows what would have happened uh but they do deliver it and on the way back that same submarine spots them and this time uh fires a torpedo at them and it does sink the boat um and all of the soldiers uh the navy seals get into the water um and basically survive for the next 72 or so hours um there are some shark attacks in there um but the sharks are kind of an afterthought and that whole segment is not as long as you would expect um there wasn't a whole lot of survival in there and there was a little bit of drama with like um one of the soldiers i keep calling them soldiers but i don't are they technically sold i don't know what you call them, navy seals soldiers i, I guess. guess yeah i think um so that they uh there's one that has like um a pen pal with like his friend's kid sister or something that he's writing to back home and stuff and he's like narrating to her and then there's like a little stacy keach is in it there's a little bit of some drama with like him and uh the you know um whether things were handled appropriately um in terms of like avoiding japanese submarines and stuff like that and he goes on trial um and is like court-martialed at the end uh in the end the whole third act is like a courtroom drama kind of so it's very few actual shark horror stuff um it's just a small segment of the movie but i thought it was pretty good it was cool um it, I, I didn't know they made a movie on this so mm -hmm. i feel like they should make another one like it, it's it's a really good story yeah yeah pretty interesting uh i gave it a seven out of ten all right cool very and cool. we're gonna do something different this time we're gonna go back and forth yeah that way we can talk shark moves mm -hmm. anyway okay so 
Uh, I started out strong. Um, I started with a little film called Shark Exorcist from 2015. <laughs> uh, Is and... it the Exorcist but with a shark? No, I wish it was. That would actually be really funny. But this movie only ran... It says, Satan, Satan has jaws is the tagline. Um, this movie only ran an hour and 11 minutes. And um, they got... <laughs> I think Watson like made a funny post about this movie once and I'd seen like review things of it and clips from it and I knew it was dumb I knew it was horrible but I was always so curious about it and I thought this is my time to finally watch it so Shark Exorcist this is about a demonic nun um she unleashes holy hell when she summons the devil to possess a great white shark that is a description on IMDB and that's basically what happens uh this nun she uh, summons the devil, and he gets inside a shark, and then the shark is possessed. And then you have, like, these people who keep going to this lake, I guess. And, you know, they're swimming in the lake, and uh, it's, there's this group of girls, and the one girl goes in, and then she gets bitten, quote-unquote, because they take her out of the water, and it just looks like a bunch of fake um, uh, spirit Halloween store blood is squirted on her, but she looks like she's half supposed to be half-dead. And then, you know, they take her to the hospital and uh, their friends are like, oh no, we hope she lives. And then she lives and then, uh, but she is possessed because she was bitten by this demon shark. And then she's going around kind of just screwing with people and, uh, you know, wanting them to come to the lake and luring them in. And uh, meanwhile, you have this completely random set of ghost paranormal investigators that are also checking out the area and uh, the, the the one girl becomes like possessed by demon shark or I don't even know if it's a demon shark it's just, she's like having this fake seizure on the ground like she's being possessed and then you also have like this priest guy um, who finds out what's going on and he wants to exercise the demons and that is the movie um Yes, so it was pretty awful, um, but it was also entertaining, but it also overstates its welcome a bit for being an hour and 11 minutes. It still kind of gets old after a while. The joke gets old quite fast. Um, the acting is pretty atrocious. Uh, not There's probably like, there's like one girl who seems like she's trying and everyone else kind of seems like they're trying not to laugh while making the movie. So uh, not, not too good there. Uh, the shark obviously is atrocious. It's just like this animated shark that's not even in the it's just it, it looks like they did like a cartoon thing on a different screen and then plastered it into the movie um but it is funny i do wish you would have seen more of the shark ex the uh demon shark because it is kind of comical to look at and it's funny when people get attacked and they're literally just like splashing in this completely clear water that looks non-shark infested and there's no shark but it's really it's supposed to be the shark under the water um so Overall, uh, not not a very good movie, not a very good film, not a very good start, but it was entertaining. It was a fun time. It was funny to me, um, but it was not great. I gave it a two out of ten. <laughs> um, and that's something that I think I should talk about now is like everybody was giving me crap for my ratings on these shark movies. Oh, I was gonna bring that up to you too. I was just. Every time you post one, I saw, like, a roast fest going on. I know, and I started thinking about it. I'm like, am I being too generous to these? And I was like, I guess I kind of am. But, like, I think I was kind of, like, unintentionally grading on a scale where I was like, 
Well, this one was way better than this one, and that one was like a five, so I feel like I have to give it a six then, but like in terms of a regular movie, it would be more like a four. <laughs> yeah, when you watch them all together, it's a big difference, because you yeah. really do become, you start ranking them instead of, kind of like if you watch the franchise, it's just you're watching all these shark movies, so maybe something that you gave a six could have been a three in reality if you watched it alone, but... I don't know, people were being haters. I do like how Dawn kind of said, no, if you were me, you'd be giving these like a 9 out of 10. I thought that was pretty true. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, seriously, like, uh, I need to, I probably will reassess my ratings because I do think that I was too high on these, honestly, when I, when I, like, normally I don't cave to pressure, but yeah. it was more like it kind of made me realize what I was doing because truly, like, yeah, I'm, I gave some of these like a 6, but like, in reality they're really more like a five or a four you know what mm -hmm. i mean they're not good movies they're just better than the other movies i was watching right so yeah. i kind of was a little bit mis mistaken on that one all right so uh with with uh that said let's uh move into my second uh film here and this one is called a lot of different titles it's known as shark man uh, it's known as Hammerhead, and it's also known as Hammerhead Shark Frenzy. Uh, so this is a sci-fi original movie played straightforward and straight serious. Uh, it has William Forsythe in it, as well as Jeffrey Combs. Uh, it follows a guy who dies of cancer, um, and five years later, the father of the guy who dies, um, played by Jeffrey Combs, is a scientist and he invites the doctors who were trying to save his son's life uh to a secret island or something of some sort and the widowed wife is also there and he basically informs them that his son is not dead in fact he is still alive because he used uh dna from a hammerhead shark and some stem cells and he saved his son's life but now his son is a half man half shark uh which is just ridiculous and to make it even more insane uh jeffrey combs wants the ex-wife and his son to mate to create baby hammerhead human hybrid sharks um i think this was one of the funner ones that i've watched uh, and it's because it's played serious. Um, the effects are pretty bad and laughable, but like they're trying. So they're not like, it's, it's like, you don't hate them for it. And then, you know, it's just kind of a funny, it, it's kind of a funny setting and it's like so serious. I don't know. I really like this one. It's from 2005. It's not anything special, but in terms of like my enjoyment factor out of all these, this was definitely one that I enjoyed the most. Um, and it's just a weird one because the half man, like, dude, it looks horrible. The half man, half shark. It, it like, it looks atrocious. Um, but it's hilarious to see all, all these actors and Jeffrey Combs like takes the serious performance like so seriously. <laughs> I mean, he always, he playing does a mad scientist. Um, so yeah, that is Hammerhead. I gave that one initially a 5 out of 10. But then I, now I'm thinking about it and this one would be more of like, 
I think they're all fives and under, really, I guess. But I don't know. I have to relook at everything. But this was the one of the ones that I liked the most out of those. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, it is my turn again. And the next movie I watched was uh, another winner. Um, you'll kind of see a theme where I, I, I didn't really... I mean, I did mix these up, I guess, technically, but some of the movies we're going to talk about together, so I'm going to skip them for now. But uh, next up, I watched Psycho Shark from the year 2009, a.k.a. Jaws in Japan. Yes. So this is, of course, a Japanese uh, shark movie, and it is about these two girls um, who go to this private beach and they, you know, go to this hotel and uh, they're staying there. They're just having a vacation together, having a good time. But they start to feel like there is something kind of wrong. And um, I'll just read a description here. It says, beautiful college girls are in danger. Mickey and May arrive on a sunny private beach on a tropical island where a huge psycho shark is patiently waiting in the water for his prey. Yes, uh, patiently is a good word to describe that because Literally, there was no shark in this movie until the very, very last scene of the film. And the shark looks awful. If you just Google this movie and you see there's three videos that pop up and you actually see uh, the shark, this horrible CG shark in one of the videos, that is all you get of the shark. Um, so this movie's not really a shark movie in my opinion. And uh, to call it Jaws in Japan is rude. Uh, <laughs> the movie is more so just kind of like a guy... Uh, it's almost uh, like there's like a dude who's like up to no good in the movie and that's kind of like the big plot and then at the end it kind of all comes together and then you find out this guy was doing bad things and then like the shark is kind of like this afterthought that like finishes off the job and the whole movie is it's just such a weirdly filmed movie because you're watching like these videotapes of them on vacation and it's just one girl sitting in the hotel watching back on these tapes and I was confused as it was if this was going on at the same time or supposed to be in the past or what. But and it also feels like they tried to rip off the Ring movies in a way with some of it. Just some of the ways it's shot with the girl watching the TV. And then there's even a scene where the TV goes, you know, squiggly, 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 static, if you will. Um, it, it feels very Ring-esque, like they were trying to mooch off that a little bit but like i said it's not very shark filled i will say um it's not shot horribly like it looks like a movie that was something i didn't mention i mean shark exorcist was shot horribly the whole editing of the film the way the scenes were put together made no sense sometimes and it was just very bad this movie actually looks like it was surprisingly well shot for the most part um, the acting, it's hard to say because it is, of course, dubbed, but the dialogue, just reading the dialogue, it seems like not that great, just very generic. Um, so yeah, this movie was not too good, and though it was more well shot, I think Shark Exorcist was probably the movie I at least had more fun with, because this one was also, it felt like it was trying to take itself serious, but it was stupid. It was just stupid. I gave this a 1.5 out of 10. Wow. Yes. What was that one called? Psycho Shark, aka Jaws in Japan. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Um, let's see here. Um, this next one, I don't even remember a thing about it. <laughs> um, let's see here. 
this. I am looking up. I look up descriptions of mine to make sure. All right. Uh, this next one is titled Dark Tide. And this one was from... When was this from? It was like 2012, I think. Uh, and Dark Tide is a movie it had a 25 million dollar budget dang 2012 yeah and it stars halle berry interesting very interesting right halle freaking berry she plays in like thrillers and dramas (laughs) like well she's like a and very like i think she won an oscar yeah she's like a real actor yeah so um Halle Berry is like known as like this shark whisperer basically where she um is like super good with sharks she's like a dive instructor or something like that and uh she takes a team out one day and they get killed um and then she's like scared to go in the water and like her life fell apart kind of thing and years later um she's like completely out of like money and stuff like that and there's a really rich guy who comes in and offers her like an absurd amount of money to take her out and swim with sharks um outside of a shark cage and she doesn't want to do it um but she decides through convincing of her boyfriend i think and some other people that you know that she needs to do it because she doesn't have any money and she's going to lose her boat and business and all that um so she goes out and um basically uh the shark is kind of like a little of an afterthought um it turns into like this almost like storm of the century thing where like the boat gets capsized and stuff and it's like more of like this survival thing um it gets like extremely like dramatic and like there's like this music that's like all like sad like the titanic or some crap like at the end (laughs) and like the rainstorm I will say that there's some very good, like, beautiful shots in this movie. There's also some frantic editing that definitely takes it down a notch. Um, but it's not very good. It's actually incredibly boring. Yeah. Um, it's, like, a very, very boring movie, and I expected it to be better. Um, there's some stuff, like, the guy, the rich guy, he, it's him and his son, and he's, like, a complete, like, douchebag and, like, super entitled and stuff like that and his his like drama with his son is probably the more interesting aspect of the movie and that's like not saying much so yeah uh i i was actually shocked at how like unlikable this movie was but it was shot well at times edited poorly at times um good musical soundtrack and and, um at the end it did have some nice visuals and stuff like that um even though the music wasn't very fitting all the time, it was still like good music and Halle Berry's like a good actress and stuff, but the story and like the pacing of the movie was just awful. Uh, so I gave it like a five and a half. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. I'd never heard of that one, but after that, I watched um, another winner and that was called Raiders of the Lost Shark. And I watched this cause the title was funny. And it's from 2015. Um, so, but yeah, this movie, uh, it's essentially about, there's a lake and it kind of opens up. You have these two cops that are supposed to be guarding the lake or security officers or what, I think they're actually cops. I don't remember, but uh, they're supposed to be guarding the lake and uh, they bring some girls along because they're bored. You know, they're on the shift. They're not supposed to do that, but they are bored. And then, uh, you know, the one girl says, 
goes into the lake to swim and of course a shark attacks her and um believe the other i think the guy ends up getting attacked too so you kind of go to this other scene where you have these college students in a college class being taught by a professor named carly great name um and the professor's teaching a course about sharks and she kind of drifts off for a moment so it's showing you like huh something must have happened with her and the kids all kind of notice it they're like what's going on and she was telling them about some island and that you shouldn't go there and it, it's you know around this lake and uh the kids are like we're gonna go there so they go there and they take this boat out there and everything and of course they are attacked by sharks and uh then they get there and you know it turns out there's like this scientist guy and he's trying to alter these sharks into flying sharks and all this other stuff so uh yeah this movie was one that definitely didn't take itself seriously at all it's uh meant to be funny and for me it actually worked i was pretty entertained i thought it was really funny at times actually and uh i you know i never know if i'm gonna like that or not but I enjoyed it. I, I it had almost like a charm to it, in a way. Uh, the effects of the shark are horrible, but it's it's honestly really funny when he does jump up and attack people, and when he, I mean it becomes flying sharks at the end. He's a flying shark in the air. So I thought that stuff was funny and uh, definitely not that good of acting uh, or anything like that. But again, some of them seemed like they were at least trying to be actors. So you did have that uh, there's a lot of just like jokes in the movie um it's supposed to be set in canada and then you have this uh the sheriff or the chief um he keeps telling his brother-in-law who's like his assistant that he has to call him chief i think or i forget if that's the word he's calling him something else but he's like you have to call me this and he's like but we're in canada we don't call you that and there, there's just a lot of little stupid jokes in the movie um that i Thought were actually pretty funny. It's not a great movie, uh, and it's just—it really is just one of those typical bad shark movies. I mean, you could tell by the title. Um, but I gave this one a 3.5 out of 10 because it was a little bit entertaining. It wasn't a great film though, but 3.5. All right, uh, this next one here is Blue Demon um, from 2004, and typically, like, the early 2000s weren't too bad for the, like, sci-fi era shark movies, um, but this one sucks, uh, it follows a, a couple who are going through a divorce, and, um, they're, like, I don't know, somehow science related to something, um, did you hear me? Oh, no, I hate science moves. <laughs> We'll um, talk about that later. Um, so yeah, they are the experiment is putting microchips in sharks' brains, and I think what they're doing, they're gonna use them to fight in like wars or something, like where they're gonna like attach bombs to sharks and be able to like, you know, guide the sharks to like vessels and stuff and blow them up. It sounds stupid. Yes, it is it stupid. Does. Yes. Um, and these sharks like escape and it's up to these two who are trying to like stop it and there's like this twist with like oh this person was bad the whole time and stuff like that and it's honestly like very little shark action and it was boring it was painfully boring this is one of the worst that I've watched so Blue Demon 3 out of 10 
Jeez. All right. Um, so after that, now. Oh, the buddy, by I... the way, I watched 14 shark moves. You already said that. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. We, we already fought about that. I thought I did 13 at first, but I did 14. You said 14, and that is why I said I lost, because I watched 13. Oh, okay. Did you really have to bring that up again? <laughs> Your turn. Anyway. Alright, so next up, and the reason that this is next up is because originally I was randomizing my movie watching, and uh, JP told me I was dumb for that, but I was like, I shall do what I want. And then at the end, I kind of gave up on doing that, because I just kept hitting the randomizer, and that defeated the purpose, but... Originally, that's what I was doing to watch these, and I was randomizing the ones in my collection, and then I was randomizing, like, I also threw, like, net, like streaming in there, and if it landed on that, that's how you got movies like Shark Exorcist, because I watched them off of Tubi or something, but... Uh, so, with that being said, uh, this movie I watched was Shark Attack 3 from 2002. Uh, Shark Attack 3 Megalodon, if you will. Um, this is, of course, the third movie in the Shark Attack films, and which, by the way, this is one that I watched on Tubi, although I could have watched it on my DVD, so I am so sorry, Dave Z and Moots. Why are you reviewing... No, it's Dave Parker. Dave Parker and Moots. I mixed them up. Why are you reviewing Shark Attack 3 before 2 and 1? I just said that. Because yeah, but I, you I know, gave a... just because you watched them that way doesn't mean you have to review them that way. Like, oh, I hurt. watched stuff out of order, too, but I did it in order. Wait a minute. Did I forget? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I watched 14 moves. We're tied. <laughs> no, we're not. Yeah, I forgot to write Shark Attack on my list. No, buddy. You I lost. You already lost. You already declared loss. No, I didn't. I, I watched the move, kind of. <laughs> kind of? Yes. Um, wait. This has changed everything. <laughs> so you're making me, you want me to watch, you want me to talk about, you want me to talk about the first one first? I, I mean, I would have. Right. Are, are we going to talk about Jaws 4, then 3, then 2? No, then... we're not. I was just going in order, but okay, I will for, scrap, forget everything I just said, everybody. Shark Attack 1999, which is interesting. This, you say there's like no, sh what? I didn't say anything. There keeps being noises that sound like you, and it's weird. Okay. But anyway, Shark Attack from 1999. It's weird because you say there's no 90s shark movies, really, and then you had Shark Attack and then Deep Blue Sea come out the same year in the 90s, at the end of the 90s. Kind of strange. But uh, Shark Attack, um, this movie is basically about... I will read the description. In a once serene African fishing village, a marine biologist goes in search of some answers when his friend becomes a victim in one of a series of brutal shark attacks. So, yes. Shark attack. When did I watch this? I watched this the other night. Late at night. So that's probably why I did not write it down. But, um, I thought this movie was alright. It did have a lot of marine biologist stuff going on in it, though, and I don't like that. And that is what I find happens in a lot of these shark movies, is it's all, like, science-y and biology-y, and I get kind of taken out. You know to like science. No, I don't. I think it's boring, and I want to see a bunch of stupid teenagers get eaten by sharks. I don't want to see some guy trying to track down his friend who was attacked, and or not his friend, but trying to track down 
what happened and why Shark did this and get all these people behind him. And then there's like some bad guys doing bad guy stuff involved and that type of stuff. science. Yes, I do. It was very hard for me to pay attention to this movie as well as Shark Attack 2 and uh, yeah, Shark Attack 2. Those are probably the two that are least good in my memory because of that. But I mean, it's not a bad movie though. I could see why people like this. I could see, you know, the shark doesn't look too bad and it's uh, the acting isn't too bad and the stories not too bad either you know like you said these are the earlier times when movies did take themselves seriously um i do i do just kind of think the movie's a little basic though um and that's one thing i find with shark movies too if they're not super good and if they're not super like so bad it's good i i just am not a big fan of the middle ground where they're just like oh it's not that movie's not that bad i don't want to watch a shark movie that's not that bad i want it to be amazing or i want it to be completely laughable and i find that this one kind of falls in the middle for me um and you want science no i don't like science did you say i want science i don't want science yeah i thought you liked science no um i don't uh but i did not even give this one a rating but i i mean it's not a bad movie. I would probably give it like a 6 out of 10, I guess. Shark Attack. Okay. I've seen those before, but I barely remember them. Yeah. Yeah. So. Me too. Alright. My turn? Yeah. Alright. Uh, next up, I have The Deep from 1978. 77. 77. Um, so two years after Jaws, Peter Benchley wrote The Deep uh, in 1976. So one year after Jaws was out. Right. And before the, uh, the novel even came out, studios were auctioning the rights to it because they figured it would be another hit. Um, so this film is super misleading. Like The poster reminds you of something like Jaws. And it says, is anything worth the terror of the deep? Mm. And it's, and it also, you know, says from Jaws creator on some of the posters. And, um, it actually stars Robert Shaw as well as Nick Nolte. And it's super misleading. Um, it's a, it's like an adventure film. There are sharks in it but they don't actually kill anybody. Um, They just mess with the airlines of the hoses of the scuba divers. Um, So yeah, the, I watched this on VHS. So, um, you know, the quality was not the best, but Mm. I'll say this. um, It follows a group uh, uh, I think a husband and wife or a couple um, who are vacationing and they're doing some like deep sea dive and things and they find a medallion um and um other stuff in some shipwreck and they it you know they look at the treasure and they go to a treasure hunter uh or um played by robert shaw i believe um they find out that there's also morphine um in the goliath ship from world war ii and then there's these bad guys drug dealer guys who want the morphine and 
for some reason they don't just follow them and get it but they like do they like capture the chick and it's like um it was really boring to me um but they there's a lot of the time of the film is spent underwater and that's like the best stuff for me the drama with like the morphine and the drug dealer people bad guys and all that were just blah to me uh robert shaw is good in the film um i think you said that he probably died fairly recently after this movie i believe he died in 1978 and you said this is from 77 so um yeah okay so right after this then um and yeah it's like two hours long which sucks um it did super good at the box office that made a hundred million dollars um it's very beautiful a a, a lot of the movie takes place underground um oh actually you know it's funny um louis gossett jr is in this movie and he played calvin in jaws 3 which one's calvin i don't know i'm just reading oh. online <laughs> okay. um so yeah that it's it that what makes me mad is i looked up like best shark movies because i wanted to watch some of the good ones too yeah instead of just the bad sci-fi ones and watch mojo had this in like the top five of their shark movie movies so i was like and i had it on vhs so i was like okay let me give this a shot and i was so mad that i i started like not even like focusing on it 100 percent because i was like okay like I, this is just not something i want it's like not what i'm into too it's like too you know it's it's not the type of movie that i like yeah um so i, I was kind of like half in half out towards the like final act of it which is or actually towards the second act of it i kind of got back into it in the final act but like the middle part where it's like a lot of bull crap i uh, kind of was out of it a little bit but um yeah i gave it like a six and a half out of ten it's a it's a decentish movie but uh not a killer shark movie right right um right speaking of movies that you only half watched shark attack 2 2000 i am not going to lie i don't remember a single thing that happened in this movie really so Yes, I literally cannot remember what happened. Yes, it was sciency. Basically, it's about the same sharks from part one are back again and they're attacking in a different area. And that is the movie. Um, You completely threw me off my mojo because I do remember Shark Attack 3 and I don't recall part two. So uh, with that, I would like to just give a shark fact. That is, or shark. So effect. you didn't watch this move then? I, 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 I guess I didn't watch the move. That's a shark fact. I didn't really pay. You were on the phone with me during this move, and I just didn't feel like pausing it. Oh, okay. And Blame I'm so and ashamed. Per usual. And I feel so sad and dumb. Okay, next uh, shark effect then. All right, shark effects. I feel like such a failure. You know, I hate myself. Jeez. What? not that big a deal it's just well, shark just, week I, I it's just our biggest episode it's just you know milestone number 30 well i ruined shark week <laughs> hold on let me get my facts in line okay if you are to flip a shark over they go into a translate state and it is known as tonic immobility 
I heard Shark- that. I thought that was like a like urban myth, though. No, it's real. Shark attacks. It's shark attacks, not shark myths. Myths. So. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, moving on for me is so, what's that? What'd you say? I said moving on for me. Yeah, and I didn't say anything. Oh. Okay. Um, moving on for me, I have Deep Blue Sea, or actually, you know what? I'll wait until you do Deep Blue Sea 1. Um, so moving on for me, uh, we have Deep Blood, 1990. Um, so this is a movie, <laughs> it's funny, because I watched it on, I was trying to find 90s shark movies, because I wanted to hit like all the different eras, and this one, I couldn't uh, find on Tubi or anything, but it was on YouTube, and I started watching it, and it was basically about a um, kid who like returns home from college or something. And, uh, there's a shark attack and it kills like his friend or something. And then they're trying, they basically try to stop it. But at the beginning of the movie, there's like this Indian like ceremony thing or something. So it's, it's kind of hinted at with, it has something to do with that. Um, it's kind of a bad movie in a way, but I actually enjoyed it because it was, refreshing to see like a like just a non-sci-fi channel era shark movie you know what i mean where it's like not like cgi it's like actual like just uh, a movie you know what i mean like there's yeah. no cgi in it because it's 1990 um and there's not really a lot of shark in it too i will say this i watched a version that was um it looked to be um transferred from a toaster so uh it looked really bad and then i looked up a review of it and i mr parka dave uh had a review of it from like years ago where he put clips of the movie in the review and i'm like dude it looks like h freaking d (laughs) like it was so it sucked so bad i was like man i wish i would have had that version um because this version that i watched was like you couldn't see any shark like it was just blur um like there was actually a part where um the characters like you know that wasn't because it does the whole jaws thing where the the town like goes after the shark and then they uh catch a shark and the dude's like that wasn't the shark you know what i mean yes and he's like the one that killed johnny had a black dorsal fin and i was like it like i when they he said that i was like did it i was like i don't know it was just a blur to me and um i was like wondering like was it did they actually like have a black dorsal fin or they just like saying that for the movie and you never actually see it but in dave dave's footage i was like yep it sure as hell did have a black dorsal fin (laughs) yeah but i didn't see it because it was completely uh muffled and just potato quality um so that was a little bit rough but uh the the worst thing about this movie is the end is just bad like it's just it's just so anticlimactic just falls like these these people planting bombs and stuff it's stupid um but yeah it's uh you know besides that it's uh not too bad i think if i had a better quality of it i would like it more 
It actually is an uncredited direct directing job from Joe Diamato. I think he co-directed the film, which I didn't know until I watched Dave's review. Uh, so yeah, that is Deep Blood from 1990. Cool. Cool. Um, so back to what I was saying, Shark Attack 3 and Megalodon 2002, before we were rudely interrupted. Um, this movie is basically... Um, you know, it's part three, and it's about these people. They find this giant tooth that uh, washes up on shore, a uh, shark tooth, and um, like I said, it's pretty huge, and they are thinking, like, what can this be? And uh, they don't think it can be, but it turns out it is most likely, might, most likely from a megalodon, which is pretty much the biggest shark out there. And, uh, yeah, so they have to deal with this. And, of course, the shark starts attacking, as it would in a shark attack. Um, I think that I've, I've seen people say, like, oh, this movie is, like, so bad, it's good, and stuff like that. And uh, I, I had the most fun with this one, I would say. Uh, I think it's, a, it's kind of funny because it starts out pretty good, and it kind of has, like, the serious tone to it. And I think the shark actually looks decent um at the start and halfway through and i was kind of thinking like why do people people must not have seen really bad shark movies because i don't think this is that bad but then like when you kind of get into like the final acts and stuff like that there's just so many shark attack scenes that you start seeing how fake the shark really looks and um this movie actually has that sort of infamous moment that i've seen clips of before where a guy on uh, i think that's what a jet ski uh just flies right into the shark's mouth and it looks hilarious and then you have other scenes where people are just kind of falling falling into his mouth from like a boat or ship and that stuff is hilarious too so um i definitely thought this one was probably the most fun uh this is one out of the shark attack movies that i would not mind revisiting because uh it is it, it does become very so bad it's good ter- good territory especially in the final act of it. Uh, there are some moments that feel very Jaws reboffish too, especially with um, when they find out there is as big of a shark, you have sort of a scene where they're talking to the people in charge and they're like we can't close the beaches because people love the beaches and this is where we get all our monies and it's much like the mayor in of course Jaws, so uh, you do have stuff like that that was kind of humorous to me but Overall, I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a fun movie. I, I think I gave it a 6.5 out of 10. So, Shark Attack 3. Shark, Shark Attack 3? You like that one the best? It was the most fun! Oh, jeez. What are you all jeezing about? You didn't even watch these. I know, but I've seen them before. Okay, what are you all jeezing? You said you barely remember them all, I barely do, but I think I remember part 1 was the best, part 2 was the second best, and part 3 was the worst. Part three is the worst, but it's like so bad, it's good, funny, like entertaining, not boring, and not shark boring. <laughs> Why are you mad sounding? Because I'm just mad. I ruined Shark Week and I feel like you're mad. Alright, uh, next up here, uh, I don't know why you haven't done Deep Blue Sea yet, but we'll continue on. Because I didn't watch it. You told me to review all the Shark Attack movies! <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> what? Uh... Go on. Uh, okay, so next up is Nightmare Shark uh, from 2018. So this is a fairly newer one. I did some research on this one, and apparently this is the third in a film series, kind of. 
Um, I think like the first one might be like Toxic Shark or like Swamp Shark or something like that. But um, it follows a woman who is plagued by these nightmares of this shark. So she goes with her friends and other people who are having mental nightmare issues things uh, to a doctor. Uh, surprise surprise turns out the doctor is like a bad guy and he's like pushing forward these dreams and making them more real or whatever but apparently the two other couples that are in this movie were the survivors of other shark movies like i can't remember which ones but i thought that was neat that it's like this like spin-offy franchisey thing you know yes yeah, so that's kind of cool. Um, but anyway, the so it's, you know, you find out that he's, like, there's some kind of Hawaiian shark god thing that he's, like, conjuring up. And uh, that really doesn't matter to me. What's the funnest part of this movie is that it's literally like a nightmare on Elm Street, but with a shark. Um, like, the, the girl, the beginning of the movie is actually, like, really fun. And she wakes up, it, she's, like in a uh on a street where it's like an abandoned street and it's like rain slicked there's like mud puddles everywhere and stuff like that and um she's like being chased by something or something and then like like as she's running down the street like the different water puddles on the ground like a shark fin will pop up in each one as she's like moving past them you know what i mean and i'm just like oh that's really creative and then she like falls through one and you know how in like the bathtub in Nightmare on Elm Street, how like Nancy like falls through and it's like a big open water thing. Yes. It's like that, and she's like under there, and like um, there's like a couple other cool little gimmicks. Like they, they actually, you know, the scene in uh, that that I just mentioned in Nightmare on Elm Street where Freddy's glove comes up out of the water. Yeah. When she's in the bathtub between her legs, a shark fin does that while this mm. girl's in the bathtub, like and falling asleep dude i don't know i just i just like really got a kick out of like the fun dream stuff that's in it um it's ridiculous but it's actually like really entertaining and fun and honestly the thing i was surprised about most is the entire cast gives like a really good performance like they're they're all like actually like going for it and i was like wow that's not what i expected usually it's like such bad acting and ridiculousness but it was pretty fun, honestly. It was definitely one of the funner ones that I watched during this whole thing. And I got it for $3.74 at Walmart, which is like a steal, because I actually enjoyed this movie. Um, so I kind of gave it a 6, but, you know, that's like... It's so, so exaggerated, I guess. But go ahead. Your turn. All right. After that, we have Not Deep Blue Sea, but Shark in Venice from 2008. What? Um... Shark in Venice. This was another one on that Mega Shark Pack. Um, I thought I watched this, but I don't think I had in the past. Um, but yeah, Shark in Venice. Uh, it's exactly what it is. Uh, it's supposed to take place in Venice, which I really don't think that's where it's actually at. But whatever. Um, and you have this guy who travels there because he's looking for his dad who uh, was diving and went missing so he's trying to figure out what happened and then uh he ends up finding this uh cryptic trail that leads to this fortune and meanwhile you have this mafia that wants to get 
this fortune and so they you know devise this whole sort of uh, plot where they kidnap the guy's girlfriend and uh, the guy is forced to go into the deadly waters where there are sharks and uh, try to find this fortune and bring it back to them so you know before they kill his girlfriend and stuff so the plot is very um it's not just like a shark movie it does try to have like a lot of meat to it where you have sort of this uh side mafia thing well not side kind of come becomes the whole basis of the movie where it's like this mafia that wants their treasure but it's in this uh bad area like under these caves and stuff and there's all these killer sharks down there and um all taking place in venice of course uh like i said earlier i this one does play itself completely seriously which i do give it credit for um it's the shark effects again aren't that good and also i think the whole it actually looks like the water might be completely fake and cg at times uh the whole venice setting of course you know venice it's known for the canals and the trails where you can just ride boats down the city and stuff like that and it's really beautiful but it all it looks like the water is actually cg and uh, the sharks of course are completely fake so that all looks uh kind of like crap the plot itself isn't too bad um it's the basic like people looking for a treasure uh so they're gonna hold you for ransom and then they're gonna make you do all the dirty work to get the treasure that type of basic plot um so basic really is the best word to describe the film. It's not the best thing in the world, but it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. I think the main actor, uh, the main man that you're following is kind of bland and uh, he just has one of those really boring sort of monotone voices that uh, takes me out of it. I just, there's, he has like no enthusiasm and seems like someone who doesn't laugh or smile in his life. And uh, that kind of puts a damper on it because he is kind of the main guy you're following on this whole journey but overall it wasn't a horrible movie um it's not one that i would run back to anytime soon because i didn't think it was all that fun as i said it does take itself serious uh so i would probably i would give this one like a 5.5 out of 10. all right um moving on to uh sharktopus for me um which was in my opinion really the heyday um the first wave of the bad cgi shark movies that i could not stand that came out so you had mega shark you had this and then eventually the third wave would be like sharknado um but sharktopus was one of the first ones to sort of uh i i guess mega shark was really the first one to get gain popularity but sharktopus kind of um upped it a little bit and i remember watching it and um being like dude this is horrible because i grew up watching sci-fi channel original movies like um (coughs) sorry uh a lot on fridays and saturdays like when they would debut their new originals like i often watched them i watched a ton of those movies that i forgot all about by now and um i think that like when this came out i rejected it so hard because i'm like dude this is horrible they're not even trying anymore they're like literally well they are trying they're just trying to make it bad and i did really didn't like that to me it was about like okay you have a bad movie but you try to make it good and if it ends up bad then okay at least you tried and there's some stuff to like about it but these shark 
the, these shark movies that were coming out at the time were just like intentionally bad and it just drove me crazy and sharktopus is horrible um first of all this has the worst cgi out of any of the movies that i watched this entire time really yes um it is a horrible horrible mess of of just bad cgi it's like metallic looking almost it has no texture to it um i i I will say that the shark to puss in general is kind of cool because it's you know part shark part octopus and it uses tentacles to grab people and bring them into its mouth and stab people and stuff like that it's kind of cool um the acting is the worst out of any of the movies that i watched um it's horrible it's cringy it's not it like it's a train wreck of badness it follows a a girl and her dad who created a bio weapon for the government called s11 which is this sharktopus thing it escapes they u- use a remote control to control it they try to stop it, it doesn't work um so they have to stop it the old-fashioned way by like blowing it up or something um it sucks it's the worst movie that i watched um two out of ten well that sounds horrible buddy um for me after that i watched a little movie from 1999 called deep blue sea are you happy yes okay uh so deep blue sea 1999 i'd never seen this one before you know i'd seen it around uh, a lot and uh always was kind of a little bit curious on it but then i always thought that just looks like it's probably another jaws ripoff which it's nothing like jaws at all but that's kind of what i thought all the time and uh i actually recently just coincidentally picked this up on vhs at a thrift store so i did own it um vhs didn't look too bad honestly but um the movie itself uh this of course is about a group of scientists who are uh <laughs> they're they're in this like underwater facility studying certain sharks and i believe they're trying to study their brains and uh the way all alzheimer's works and um you know their studies are supposed to essentially be able to parallel with humans and hopefully help them find a cure or treatment better for Alzheimer's. So they're studying these sharks in this facility and uh, one of the sharks, um, I guess, escapes and uh, at the beginning he ends up killing all these people. So, uh, you know, they end up into some trouble and um, stuff kind of goes awry. And basically their facility, one thing leads to another and their whole place ends up uh, covered, flooded with water and they are trying to get out safely escape because of course they are underwater so it's not the most easy thing to do so they're trying to get out of there and they're also trying to avoid these sharks who um you find out were in a way genetically mutated or engineered whatever you want to call it uh to be smarter smarter basically like their brain size has been duplicated so um they have that issue to deal with as well so yeah um I thought this movie was pretty fun. It does have the uh, biologist and scientist stuff I don't like kind of going for it. Um, definitely a full-on science movie, but it is, you kind of told me it is interesting, and it is more interesting than just basic uh, bland, bull, 
crap science stuff. Uh, I do think it's interesting that they're dealing with Alzheimer's and that's kind of why they were there in the first place. Um, you know, you even get some like heartfelt moments where the girl's trying to explain what they're doing and why they're doing it. And I thought that was cool. Um, I like the opening of the, the movie with like the attack. It's it's a fun time. Um, the film itself, uh, when it gets kind of down into it, it reminds me of more one of those isolated types of movies like you would get with uh, Leviathan or even Alien or Below, that type of thing where you have just everyone trying to get out of an area and escape a predator of sorts. So um, those aren't always my favorite types of movies, but I thought it worked. Um, you, of course, have good characters in this. You have uh, LL Cool J, Samuel L. Jackson, and Thomas Jane is actually the main guy which i knew going into it and then it wasn't until the end that i remembered that was him because to me he all, for some reason he always kind of looks different in his movies and he's a good actor so he's kind of dynamic but um overall i thought it was a pretty good movie it's one that i would like to definitely rewatch and uh, take in a little bit more in the future um i don't think the sharks look fantastic by any means but obviously they're not the they're not atrocious or anything like that either they're kind of in the middle types of sharks, but I liked the movie. I thought it was pretty enjoyable. What do you think of Deep Blue Sea? Um, <coughs> Deep Blue Sea? I love Deep Blue Sea. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's actually a really solid movie. Like, I used to think it was stupid when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, but uh, as uh, I got older and watching it, I'm like, this is actually, like, better than I gave it credit for like the set pieces are cool um there's like some good scenes where they're like i remember that scene where they're like in that like silo thing and like the water's rising and i think there's like the climbing up a ladder or something mm-hmm. to get out yeah i think hello cool, cool j is really fun with like the bird and stuff like that oh yeah yeah um but yeah, no, it was pretty good. And I really like how I, the, Who Lives, like, I didn't expect it, you know, I expected something different. Yes. Okay, uh, moving on to, uh, I watched Deep Blue Sea 2 um, this time, and uh, I got a lot of crap for liking this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was partially because, one, I mean, I watched, like, a lot of bad stuff. And then, two, it... I expected it to be like absolute dog crap because it I, it just looked bad when they announced it. I was like, this movie looked like I have a feeling this is gonna be horrible. Um, I just expected it to be atrocious, and it is pretty bad. But at the same time, I, I thought it was enjoyable. It's basically very similar to the first Deep Blue Sea. Um, there's this girl that's brought in. She's a um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, she like. Conservative, conservationist. I conservationist, conservationist. Sounds jit. Yeah, conservationist. Um, they bring her into this like sea-based facility, similar to the first one, um, like this underground water facility thing, and uh, they show her these bull sh- sharks, and they throw this dude in the water and the bull sharks chase him and his last possible second um he uses a device that makes him go away and he basically tells her that um that the that he's genetically modified bull sharks to make them smarter and the woman who comes in by the way very busty woman 
Um, they definitely show off her boobs. Uh, and she uh, basically says, like, why are you doing this? And he's all like, you know, want to make him smarter. And she's all like, uh, okay, well, don't do that. And the guy brings her in because one, the, the alpha bull shark is acting weird. And he's saying that um, she's saying that they're preg- she's pregnant. Um, and she he said that you know that the test didn't show that like that, it, that none of the pregnancies showed up in the test blah, blah, blah. anyway the damn why am i telling you the whole plot anyway the damn <laughs> like sharks get loose and eat the people <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, shark but you know they try to you know s- survive and it's very it's actually very much like, it's like a ripoff of deep blue sea it feels like a cheap deep blue sea which is funny um and yeah so that happened and yeah it's i honestly didn't mind it well there is a one weird part where the guy's like evil genius scientist guy and he's like he's like and after i'm done with these sharks i'm gonna kill them all and like one of the sharks is like watching him through a window or something and i'm like oh god (laughs) (laughs) did they really just do that (laughs) um so anyway uh yeah i didn't mind it i thought it was all right i gave it a uh five and a half and everybody acted like i gave it an eight um (laughs) but like i would probably give it a lower rating now it was like i think all these are probably fives or under i was just kind of stuck with grading on a little bit of a scale uh because bad shark movies but yeah i'll probably refine them before i add them to letterbox uh so yeah that is deep blue sea 2 your turn you do not have to feel bad, little guy, about your ratings. I gave also I gave Deep Blue Sea a seven point five. I don't think I said that, but uh, yeah, I think I gave it like around the same. Cool. Um, Alright, this next one is actually the final one I believe that I watched solo, so meaning you and I didn't both watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually one that you lended me last night that I shall keep. And that no. is short No. Why? I thought that was the agreement. No. Oh, okay. I don't want to. Oh, okay. Well, it is Shark Night. The funny thing is this was actually on streaming. I think it was on Netflix. Damn it. Because I Googled it. But uh, Shark Night 2011. Uh, this movie stars Sarah Paxton and some other people and then Joel David Moore. Um, so Shark Night, basically, this is about a group of college students. I forgot um, Joel David Moore was in that. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he doesn't have a huge part, but me kind of does. He's like part of the crew, I suppose. But uh, these kids, uh, they're they're all in college. They're college students, and um, I, one guy, he, you know, he like gets a really good grade on a test, and he's all happy, and he wants to celebrate, and they just want something fun to do for the weekend. So they decide to go out to this lake house, and uh, the one. The main girl in the group, uh, Sarah, she grew up in the area, so she kind of knows the locals and stuff like that. So um, they go out to this lake house and, you know, they're just out for an adventure, uh, a boating and fishing, whatever, for a small little weekend getaway. And at first everything's going good. Um, You know, they do, when they're on their way there, they encounter at this gas station. There's so many movies with like such similar gas station scenes, but uh at the gas station they encounter these two guys who are kind of being like douchebags and it turns out they're people that sarah knows so everything kind of 
calms down and the, but but there's just something a little bit sketchy about them uh they ha- kind of have that like redneck almost i spit on your grave feel to them but so they go along to the cabin and then uh while they're there uh they're you know jet skiing and uh their one friend is attacked by a shark and it rips up rip, rips off his arm but he does survive and they're dealing with that problem and uh they you know of course wanna they need to get back and find help for him but they need to take the boat back to get this help and uh the two guys from earlier they kind of come along and agree to help but then uh things kind of you know get turned upside down there and uh story goes from there a little bit um i thought this was a really fun movie uh the feel of this movie to me it reminded me at first it felt a lot like cabin fever-esque and just with the whole idea of people going out on an adventure and for the weekend and having a fun time and all going awry and then uh it also kind of felt like the friday the 13th remake a little bit to me it there does was, yeah, yeah it does but with sharks and not jason it's that it more so felt like that to me it, it had the same look to it and the same almost setting in a way to it and the same types of characters uh you know you kind of have it, they're like stereotypical characters you have the like the token black guy then you have like uh one like spanish girl then you have joel david moore's like the dork in the group uh so you have like a whole roundabout of unique characters in, in that aspect um I liked it. I thought it was a fun time. It, it feels like a slasher, but with shark movies. And then you do have sort of that, this other little thing that comes into the mix where there's some guys who essentially want payback, I guess, and they're doing it in this very extreme way. Um, to the main girl, uh, Sarah Paxton, for some reason, I just thought she sucked in the movie, though. Her acting was kind of annoying me at times. And she's actually not that bad of an actress. You know, she's the girl from. Of course, uh, the last house on the left remake, and she's played in some other things as well. Is that but... Bill Paxton's sister? No, buddy. I don't. I don't think she's related to him. I think I might have looked that up before. I don't think she is. I don't think she's related to him. Uh, her parents are Lucia and Steve Paxton. Doesn't look like she's related to Bill Paxton at all, actually. So that is uh, what I knew already, and I'm Ooh. right. Um, that's, <laughs> dude. It's true. Uh, she's a young girl too. She's not like his age. Um. But I had a really fun time with this. Again, the shark—I mean, the sharks look kind of terrible. Honestly, that's that's probably the roughest part of the movie. Is it has really rough CGI at times uh, with the sharks and stuff like that. But as a fun little movie that doesn't have any sciencey stuff going on, this was a really fun watch for me, and it's one that I would put on again. Uh, Sarah, and again. Sarah Paxton's father is distantly related to Bill Paxton. Distantly usually means they're not actually related. <laughs> That's what I call my cousin, who's like not my cousin. Yeah, right. All right, but uh, I had a fun time with this movie. They're seventh it. cousins. Seventh? Co- are you actually? Are you making? So- Did you even look up that? <laughs> yeah, I swear. There's, There's seventh nothing cousins. on her Wikipedia page. I don't think. They're here. seventh cousins, buddy. They did not count out the cousins for one thing, I'm sure. Yeah, there's a there's a family tree. Dude, I'm like, shut up. <laughs> what? I'm looking this up later. I don't want to get off topic here, but I gave this 
I gave it, I was going back and forth on a 7 and a 7.5 because some of it was a little silly, but I think I'm going to give it a 7.5 because I did have a good time with it. So, Shark Knight, yes. Yeah, but why do you not believe me about... <sighs> Hold on. But me... click on the link I just sent you to, um, or look at the picture I just sent you on Messenger. On FB? Let's see. Hold on. <clears throat> Alright. Dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, they're seventh cousins. Dude, I thought you were joking about a family tree. Why is there a family tree of... No one cares about Samuel Paxson. Uh, dude, it's so funny. They're literally seventh cousins. Dude, that's so ridiculous. I didn't even know that was a real thing. Well, yeah, dude. I mean, there's... Cousins go on forever. We're all No, buddy. You can't have seven. What? All right, all right. Next up for me, this is the last movie besides the ones we watched together. It is Shark and Saw Women's Prison Massacre from the year 2014, I think. I actually thought I owned this film. I have to. It has to be somewhere because I it was one of the early Scream Factories and I bought all of those. Um, like I think I bought all the first like two or three years of Scream Factory. Um, so yeah. Uh, Shark and Saw Women's Prison Massacre. I watched it on Tubi because I didn't have the Blu-ray, apparently. Um, this is a Jim Wynorski film, and it's Is it starring... Shark and Saw, or is it Shark Kansas? Shark and Saw. Okay. I was just... It was just supposed to be funny. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> You're ruining Shark Week. Well, go on. Uh, um, <laughs> go on without you? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna stand on. Uh, Shark in Saw Women's Prison Massacre follows a, a group of female prisoners who are sent to like this swamp area to remove stumps or something. And all the people are played by like softcore or like, you know, probably, I don't know if there are actually any porn stars in here, but they're, they're all definitely in softcore movies. Jim Wynorski. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with this filmography, but he's done a ton of like softcore movies. Ew. 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 Um, this was made for the Sci-Fi Channel, I think. Uh, dude, what was so annoying? Like when it first started, first of all, I didn't know it was a TV movie. Um, like these chicks are like, you know, boobs hanging out. Um, and they're like literally like five minutes into the movie, they're working. And then all of a sudden it's like this slow-mo of them, like dumping water on their chest and stuff like that. <laughs> and like, you know, booty shots and boob shots and cleavage shots and like just straight up. Like, I mean, it's no shame at all. Just straight gratuitous, like TNA. And then I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, okay, finally a bad shark movie, but with like tons of TNA, like with literal almost porn stars as your cast, this is going to be great. And uh, I'm watching it and I'm watching it and I'm like, man, it has been a long time and there has been no nudity. And buddy, what? Like, don't be alarmed and, you know, brace yourself. Okay. The nudity never came. <gasps> buddy yeah. so i sat there and watched that whole movie with no nudity <laughs> that is so with sad. this cast i was like this is the biggest tease in the world and there was this like really super um 
hot Asian chick in there. Um, did, did you yourself, she, like, at least get naked to, like, make up for it? No, but, um, yeah, I've seen her in other stuff, but I l- really like her. And I don't know, I just, like, was like, wow. And there was this other chick had a nose piercing. She had, like, huge boobs. And I was just like, wow, like, this is crazy. I can't believe there's no nudity. Turns out it was because it was a TV movie. So they did as much, like, TNA over the clothes stuff they could. And then nothing else. But anyway, like, there's, like, some fracking going on. And uh, they it basically, like, unleashes this underwater tomb where there's, like, this dino shark thing in it. And it basically like attacks people. Um, it's 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 okay. It's not bad, but not super. You know, nothing special. Uh, and that is um, it. It was it was pretty basic. I, if it had nudity, I would have been up like a, at least a point. Um, but I just gave it like a five. So that's that. Five. All right. So without further ado. Um... Let me see if I have any more shark facts real quick before we get into our final moves. Any interesting shark facts? I kind of read through like most of the best. Oh, okay, this is kind of cool. The Mako, I don't know if that's how you say that. Mako, Mako, whatever. Great white and tiger sharks have to swim constantly from the moment they're born to the day they die in order to breathe. So do the sharks sleep? Can you look that up? Well, when I looked this up, it said essentially they go up to the surface and like, you know, they come up there and then half the time they like fall back down slowly. And that's usually like how they squeeze in some nizzles and naps and stuff like that. <laughs> really? So they yeah, go that's... up and then so they, they're moving, it causes them to breathe. So they just yeah. like sink down and they catch a quick nizzle. I guess so. Yeah. Dude, sharks are crazy, man. I know. It's horrible. Why? Would you be sad if you can only nizzle when you're, like, driving? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, dude, that would suck. I, like, dude, I love sleeping. You know yeah. that about me. So I would be so depressed if I woke up and I was just a shark that couldn't stop. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's go ahead and get into these Jaws films. And uh, why don't we just tackle all four of them basically at once? You know what I mean? Uh, so we watched Jaw. Well, you watched Jaws one, two, three, four. I just watched Jaws two, three, four because I just watched one like a month ago. Right, right. Um, so Jaws one. Obviously, it's a classic. We've seen it a bunch of times. We've seen it in the theater three times. Yeah. Two or three. You've seen it three. I think I've seen it two. Yeah, I believe so. Yes. I had to work one night. Um. But actually, I feel as I have pretty much only seen it once because I slept <laughs> through like all of Jaws once. <laughs> yeah, and you kept denying that you did, and now I think you realize that it happened. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, Jaws, man. I mean, it's a classic, right? It is, yes, and it is one that I never realized how much I really like it until the recent years and the recent times of seeing it in the theater. That really opened my eyes to how much I liked it. Because as a kid, it would be on TV, and I didn't mind it. I thought it was a good movie. I would watch it, but it wasn't one that I would want to watch over and over again. But it's, like, slowly crept its way up to, into one of my favorites of all time, I think. Oh, yeah, me too, definitely. 
Um, this was a, like, the, when I was a kid, they used to play Jaws 1 through 4 all the time on, like, TNT and all kind of other stations. Mm. And my pap would watch them all the time. Like, it would be like, I, it always felt like it was a Sunday or something. Like, like you know, 1 p.m. on a Sunday, he's watching Jaws. And then, like, five hours later, he's watching Jaws 3. You know what I mean? And, like, just all day on the TV. And I, I would always, like, catch glimpses of the shark and stuff like that. But I was never really interested in Jaws, any of them. And it wasn't until my teens maybe late teens where i picked it up on dvd for five dollars at walmart where i really sat down and gave it my full attention and i was like wow that was freaking really good and ever since then i've always considered it one of the best horror movies yeah um in my head i always used to think that so much of the movie took place on the water like as a kid, I used to think, oh, this whole movie is just about, like, these three guys on a boat trying to catch this shark the whole time. But, but it's really, yeah, like, there's a lot to the first half of the film that I enjoy. And, yeah, you uh, know what? I like every scene in this movie. Isn't that yeah. weird? Like, there's not really any scenes that I don't like. Yeah. From the very opening all the way to the end. And um, what's the uh, science guy's name? Uh, Cooper. Do you hate him? I mean, no, but he's not, like... He's not like in a lab, like underwater doing sciencey stuff. He's with them out on the water, like actually trying to get the shark. So, do you like science in movies? No, I don't, dude. It's boring. I want to see. Why don't dogs. you? Why don't you like science? Because science is—it's just so boring. I don't know what they're talking about. Like, shut up. Just go catch the shark. Go get. Go let the shark kill women. Like, go do something. Go go over there. <laughs> like, I don't care about marine bio. Like, oh my god. I can never be a scientist. Like, I just don't find the appeal. Uh, I'm in a science class right now in my, like, college thing. It's just so, like, the teacher's, like, so annoying. She's, like, so into it. And on the first discussion post, she was like, so what are your guys' feelings on science? science? Is it a subject you like? And what do you like about it? And I basically said, like, I don't really like science, nor do I care. I didn't say it, like, rude. I said it intelligently, so I wouldn't fail the discussion post. But... She replied to me, like, I don't think she even read my post because she was like, that's great that you share an interest in science, as do I. And I was going to oh, reply God. back, I, d I don't. <laughs> yeah. But you should have wrote, the thing I don't like about science is that anytime I watch shark moves, there is a bunch of science in them and therefore it makes me mad. <laughs> no, buddy, I want to go in <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> But Jaws is like, uh, Jaws is a very good movie. Um, I like every scene in the movie. Uh, it's like the dialogue is just written. I don't know. Like, you ever wonder that? Like, how, you know, it could just be like, um, what's his name? Adrian Brody? Who's that? Or Sheriff Brody? What's his name? <laughs> Adrian <laughs> Brody's that weird actor with the big nose. His name is, uh, <laughs> Sheriff Brody. Is Chief Brody. What's this? Martin. I think it's Martin Brody, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Brody. I say Dream Brody. This is funny. Um, anyway, like, just hearing him talk to the mayor, like, do you ever wonder, like, why certain movies, like, capture your attention dialogue-wise? I do, yes. Because, like, you're so into what they're talking about. Yeah, and it's, and but, like, it's not why? only that, it's but like you, you can watch... Like, you look at it and be like, that's you can watch it over and over again too and still be intrigued but then some movies it's just like Ugh. 
that. So, right. yeah, there's just so much, there, there is so much good stuff in this. Um, I was like, I think it's fun, that part, it's not funny, but it's like that part where, you know, Alex Kinkner's mom, Kinkner, whatever, her mom goes up, his mom goes up to him and slaps him and gives that big thing. And then she walks away and the mayor's just like, I'm sorry, Brody, she's wrong. I always thought I always found that like line just funny. It reminds me of just a boyfriend trying to comfort his girlfriend who's clearly in the wrong, but like they're just like, no, they're wrong. It was funny. Yeah. But, um that's a very powerful scene when he dies and yeah. um speaking of Kitner's mom, you have a shark effect on that. Yes, and I've seen this before and I thought it was pretty cool and I, I've looked it up too to make sure it's true because you know some people just write up bullcrap memes on the internet but uh so the guy who played him his name is Jeffrey Voorhees actually and he uh lives in Massachusetts um I even found like a little interview with him that I was kind of skimming through and he lives in Massachusetts he moved to you know Martha's Vineyard at a young age and they were shooting Jaws and uh, he was like got involved because he wanted to be an extra and they ended up casting him but anyway um so he owns some sandwich place which I could not find the sandwich place online either because I would like to go there if I ever visit that area but and basically on the menu there is an Alex Kintner 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 Kittner. Okay, I always think there's an N, but Kittner. That's much easier. Um, there's an Alex Kittner sandwich or burger or something on the menu, and uh, Lee, I forget her last name, but I know her first name was Lee. Um, she was in town, the lady who played the mom of him back in Jaws days, and uh, she went into that restaurant, saw that that was on the menu, and she was like, oh wow, I played um, that kid's mom back in the day and they were like oh well we're gonna go get the owner and the owner was the guy who played the kid and they reunited and they knew who each other were right away and it was this cool little thing um and actually like that interview i read it it, it happened kind of different than what that thing says it looks like it said something along the lines of uh he recognized her right away and went up to her and said like excuse me but are you like are you like my mother from a past life or something or he said do you believe in reincarnation and she like knew who he was and she was like oh my god yeah i had a son who drowned in the ocean years ago and everyone else in the restaurant was looking at them like they were crazy and then they like crazy yeah but she um she actually passed away back in april so r.i.p to her she was like 90 something years old good good run good run yeah yeah all right um jaws 2 uh, is basically like Jaws 1, but not as good, basically. Yep. That was a first time watch for me. I was always curious on it, because I knew it had returning cast members, uh, with the fi- basically Chief Brody and the mayor, and I think the mayor's assistant and his wife, so I always thought, like, oh, it's probably not that bad of a movie then. I'm sure if I like the first one, I'll like this. And honestly, I just, I thought it was kind of it's not even a bad film it's just you look you can't help but look at it and compare it to jaws and i think it's because you're dealing with the same characters kind of the same situation again and it just feels like a ripoff of jaws but it's actually the sequel to jaws and it 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 has its moments i do i do like the part where he's kind of on the watchtower and he runs down and basically starts shooting at the 
water and it scares everyone to death and it's just a school of fish um mm. i like stuff like that and then you it's know. just so weird because it feels like jaws you're like everything looks like jaws like yeah it just like feels you, like it's jaws but it's just like man like they really missed the mark on this one mm -hmm. and having the like i said having the mayor back and everything too it it, it is weird you're just watching feels like you're watching deleted scenes from jaws or something um yeah I, it's I unfortunate really... too because you're thinking like wow this could have been a great sequel mm -hmm. so but, uh, like little do you get all that stuff back right right I would have um, like. I think if Hooper came back, Cooper Hooper came back, he would be. It would have elevated the movie because he's my favorite character in Jaws. Yeah, it probably would have been fantastic with him back. I think that's what the film is missing. I think the, I, I love all three of them. And I love Quint as well. Of course, he can't come back, but I think that really... Oh, his name is Hooper. I could call him Cooper. Yeah, because he was uh, dead in the movie and in real life. True. I always thought that was kind of... Set. Like, he did... I just confirmed he did die in 1978, and I always think of how he never got to live to really see how classic this movie became. Right. Like, he died immediately. He died when it was still new, pretty much. But it's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I didn't care for this movie, too. I probably wouldn't go back and watch this one over and over again honestly um see i, I liked it. Watching it but. i liked it more the time i watched it before this and i used to watch this one as a kid actually on like monster vision and stuff mm -hmm. and uh i used to like it back then because it felt like kind of like a slasher almost mm -hmm. in a way joe bob always described this one as where the sharks sharks start picking off the teenagers like it's a slasher film <laughs> um but if there was more kills labeled throughout and it was more of like an exploitative slasher, I think I would have liked it more. Uh, but yeah, so that's Jaws 2. Um, kind of went down on it a lot. I think I gave it like a 7. Um, which it's still a well-made movie. It's just boring a little bit. You know, like it mm -hmm. looks good. It sounds good. The acting's good. I mean, even the shark stuff is good. It's just a lot of downtime. Yeah, the story's not even bad. It just doesn't feel like it needs to be that long of a film, I guess. Right. If um, this was 90 minutes, it would probably be so much better. Mm, I gave um, it I, I gave it a 7 as well. Okay. Into Jaws 3, 3D. Um, I would have liked Jaws 3D more had I actually seen it in 3D. I've always wanted to see this one in 3D. I think I, I, I like... I actually like 3D. I think it's a lot of fun. I don't think that it should be in every movie. Like, it happens to do, like you know every time it gets a resurgence like everything's in 3d then mm -hmm. um but i do like 3d right um jaws 3d i did not really care for this one too much uh i i, I didn't like the whole setting thing too much but at the same time i do kind of like the whole you know aquarium underwater tube stuff how the glass breaks and the water starts coming in um oh, i kind of gla that glass breaking is atrocious it's like <laughs> <laughs> it is it is i like the concept though but it's i i just i i don't really care for i don't even think they you know it's supposed to be mike uh brody the son of course of the two the chief brody from the first one but I don't even think they really even talk about that. I think it's just like, okay, this is his son. I, that's why I always used to think this movie was a spinoff, not a spinoff, but 
one of those in-name only sequels where it didn't have continuity. I didn't realize that was supposed to be his son and then the other sons in it as well. Because I don't think they ever mentioned like, yeah, my dad, he dealt with this stuff too. I think it's just literally him. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. Well, hell, he dealt with it. He was one of the kids at the end of Jaws 2. Yeah, true. I mean, and in Jaws 1, he gets attacked. This kid just keeps... These kids are stupid. Um, But... Uh, I didn't like it too much. I mean, <laughs> like that, that that whole shark coming towards the glass and break it, it's hilarious. Um, it has some moments that are likable for sure. Uh, it's not the worst movie in the world. It's not even a bad movie, honestly. It's to me, it's just a generic shark movie though. I there's nothing very special to it. I didn't really have a fun time with it. Some people say it's fun, and I always thought it was going to be fun, but uh, I just didn't care for it too much at all. Yeah, no, it's it's. I like the Sea World concept. It just was poorly executed. Yeah. Because they, don't they like capture a shark and then it's the mama sharks like pissed. I think so. yeah, I believe that's. Yeah, because the baby dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, there, yeah. There's a whole scene with that. Yes. Um. Okay. Let's move on to Jaws Four, the Revenge, the final one. Um. Okay. So Jaws Four basically opens up on christmas time where uh one of the brody sons are killed by a shark yes and then the other brody son his daughter uh and mrs brody go to like hawaii or the caribbean or something Mm -hmm. somewhere uh, some pretty area some like island yeah. Uh, area and the shark actually follows them from Amity all the way to <laughs> to this <laughs> island you and basically wreaks havoc. Um, it's bad. It's just I actually like this one more than maybe two and three in terms of like entertainment. Two, three, two is definitely better. I, I didn't mind this one that much. I actually kind of agree with you, and I saw everyone roasting you on that, but I'm kind of in that same ballpark where if I had to pick which ones I would rather watch, it would be obviously part one and probably this one, then part two and then part three in that order. So uh, it's, it's a fun movie. I mean, it's a funny concept. Um, It's very, it's almost like, you know, Halloween, like Laurie Strode waiting for something to come get some guy to come kill her, but it's just this woman waiting for the shark to come kill her. Um, It's, so it's we funny we finally way. find out what happened to Brody too. Right, right. He died. Yes. And it is oh, so heck. Yes, it is so stupid. Um the, and... the performance isn't that great. Um the mom yeah. actually returns. And uh yeah, the Oh, the, what is the shark fact with uh Brody? Shark fact. Oh, shark effect. Um, it is. He was asked to come back to play, to reprise his role as Brody in uh, Jaws 4, you know, Roy Scheider. And he was quoted saying, Satan himself could not get me to do Jaws 4. <laughs> but really, they just wanted, and they, they wanted him to come back to be attacked at the beginning and die anyway. So... Right. And then all they, and then it's like, so all we got to do was put in these flashbacks from the first movie. Yeah. Um, but I'll say this, um, the, the, there's in the original script and I believe in the novelization, there's a whole 
element that goes supernatural with this. Mm. Um, basically, you find out that the reason that the sharks have been attacking the Brody family is because of like a voodoo curse. <laughs> Just stay out of the water. <laughs> right, yeah. I was. Oh, well, was it's I only an island if you look at it from the water. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, did. Uh, so, how did it end for you, Jaws 4? The ending of the movie? Yeah. How did Jaws 4 end? Don't th- she goes out to the water and tries to kill Jaws. But I forget. Hold on. Wait. Why are don't, you asking that? Don't look it up. I can't well, remember the end. I know she goes out. She gets on. She's mad because the shark like attacks, I think, her granddaughter. And then she gets on. I remember she gets on the boat and then she goes out to the water. And then she's trying to kill the shark. But I forget what happened. Um, Because uh, there are two different endings to the movie. The DVD release always. On- there was one DVD release, which I actually own, that had the good ending, I guess, which is... um the shark like explodes oh 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 okay yeah it uh the ending i saw the shark (laughs) explodes and while it's exploding there's this dramatic thing where it's got the flashback of chief brody like with the gun being like come on you and it's and then he like shoots it and then that's then it shows the actual shark exploding and then shows a scene of the shark falling into the wire that looks like it was copy and pasted from the first movie yeah um i think that the shark I think the other ending, it's like stabbed to death or something with like the boat or something. I can't remember, but, um, okay. So you got the good ending then. Uh, yeah, most so. of the DVDs had the bad ending for the longest time. Yeah. Um, I was going to say one more thing. What was, Oh, I was going to say, did you know that the stupid tagline this time is personal? There's a reason for it. Yeah. Cause the sharks after them. No, it's a it's a joke because in Back to the Future 2, there's that poster of Jaws. It's supposed to be like the sequel to Jaws or something or like Jaws whatever. 15. Yeah, Jaws 15. And it says on there, it says this time it's really personal. Oh. So that's why they, they just stole it from that. It's like a joke <laughs> on their joke, basically. But I mean, it makes sense to the this movie. It what year did sense Jaws 4 come out? 87. Yeah. Um, I... I think somebody should make a fan film called Jaws 15. Yeah. Somebody, I guarantee somebody probably has. Probably. Um, All right. So let's get into our last one. This is the reef 2010. And uh, it follows a group of Australian um, boaters, like people on a boat, friends, and the boat hits a reef, a coral reef, and it rips the hull and it sinks and it goes upside down. Uh, and basically they are stuck on the boat, um, in the water and they know that there is an Island called turtle Island, 10 miles to the North. Uh, they know which way North is from their watch. So they decide that they are going to try to swim the 10 miles for safety because they don't think, um, that they will be saw or noticed, um, before they dive dehydration. Um, um, when they start swimming, eventually sharks show up and I will say like for first and foremost, I think this is the second best shark movie ever made. 
Yes. Do you agree? I do agree. I think it's uh, very, it's great. I mean, it's um, completely serious and it's actually scary in what it's doing. Um, and it has that whole open water concept. Right. That I like because that is terrifying to me to be out in the water and be stranded and not know when. Well, these guys, they think they know when they're going to see land again. Um, so I thought the movie was very fantastic and the great performances from all the characters. Right. 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 Uh, I'm glad I watched it because uh, it was just what I needed. You know, it's not a goofy movie and it's uh, it's got a it's a smart plot. Like the whole they, they like pin it together well with that. Right. Uh, I will say this. Um, be like okay here's we're north this is north whatever doing that map stuff there there's some moments in the film like they set up the shark situation like way ahead of time like immediately the one dude's like yeah i know what's out in that ocean i'm not going out there like they they set up the shark thing and Mm. i think that it definitely adds some suspense and like waiting for the sharks but at the same time i i i it, on rewatch, I'm not sure how well it almost is like two in your face. Um, that was really the only issue I had. Um, but like, even like the scene where he jumps into the water, um, to go back into the boat to grab some flotation devices, the upside down mm. boat, it's like actually quite intense. It is. Yes. Yeah. That stuff and, makes me uncomfortable. Cause I'm, I'm just afraid of, dude drowning or something and them them just floating on those cut in half boogie boards like through the giant ocean they do these shots where they put the camera like right on the water line to where you could just see like how it would look if you were really there and it's like horrifying mm-hmm. it, dude it's so scary like it, it it really does like make you like on edge the entire movie and then i think like the acting is like super good in this movie the performances are very well done you have this woman the woman like hyperventilating when they first see the shark like like you know terrified and it just works so well you know yeah and then when they first go to like i like the whole scene when they first go to leave and then two of them are gonna stay behind and it's that scary thing of should we stay behind or should we not and then the one girl decides to go like before it's too late with them and then the one guy is just behind it's yeah, I concept. can't imagine how scared that guy might have been after like a couple hours went by. Yeah, like because like you're like alone. I would never what I would never be alone. Like mm-hmm. if they if they all were, even if I wanted to stay, I would not stay alone. Me <laughs> like, neither. That. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, it's a very intense movie. Of course, Don and Ellie gave it like a one star out of five. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, this is a fantastic movie. I think it's like one of the best. It, it's like the second best shark movie ever to me. Um, if you've never seen The Reef, definitely give it a watch. The director also made a movie called Blackwater, which is basically The Reef, but with a crocodile um, in, in in like a swamp. Um, so yeah, that is Shark Week, buddy. I have to I, say I something. give that movie a nine, by the way. 8.5 or a nine. I gave it an 8.5. I feel like I could give it a 9, probably, because I don't see much wrong with it at all. Right. Um, I, I, I have to say something real quick before uh, it's too late. I was wrong. Um, Jaws 4 came out before. I, I just misread the trivia. 
and Back to the Future was parodying Jaws 4. Ah, see, that's why I asked you what came out first. But wait a minute. Oh, yeah, because Back to the Future 2 came out in what, Part 88? 1 came out in 85, and Part right. 2 came out in 89. And 89. also, but it was called Jaws 19. Oh. Yes. Yeah, but it's set in 2015. Yeah, yes, true. I just yeah. didn't want to have to delete my channel. I wanted to correct myself real quick, so... I should have let it be too late. <laughs> so you no. were about it all night. No. Um, okay. So that is shark week. I think sharks are fascinating. I can see why people are afraid of them. They've kind of become a joke in movies. Um, the Meg was semi serious. So I do appreciate the attempt, but I think we need a really serious shark movie. Like one that's super straightforward. Uh, the shallows was kind of like that in hindsight. I think I liked The Shallows more than I did when I first watched it and even second watched it, simply because it tried to be a real shark movie. Yeah, The Shallows, I have not ever gone to rewatch, but I remember I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. And then uh, I think one of the other best ones is 47 Meters Down. It's and amazing. I've only seen part two to that, but I did like part two. So. All right. Well, you got to watch part one next year. All right, I shall. Next part year. one is probably it, it's up there with. I would get put it right there with the reef. Really? Yeah. Dang. Good. All right. All right. I shall do that next year. All right. Um. With that said, I think that's gonna be it. That's around three hours of shark talk for you guys. Um. Next week we'll have Train to Busan two, I believe. There's a slight chance that we push that back a week because there is possibilities that they're going to open in the theater that it's going to be in the theater um, but it won't be for two weeks so if that if we get any word halfway through next week or something then we'll push it and wait another week so we can check it out in the theater um, but if not we're going to do it on you know just watching it on our laptop or whatever um, so it, yeah so we'll see you guys then blind spots will return next week don't forget that Carly I um, don't <laughs> All right, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Sharks.